0: All right, it's In the Kitchen, episode 13. Uh, we got a lot coming up here. This is a packed show. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, Monday Night Football, NFL trade deadline, college football rankings just came out. Uh, we'll do, get into pics later. We also got a really fun interview with uh, Raddick coming up as well. Uh, Zach, uh, I will say, he's in, is actually in a kitchen right now. He's doing uh, the
1: <laughs> – Zach, Zach is literally in
2: the kitchen. He's in the
1: kitchen. Yeah. Is
0: that, Zach I'm is in the kitchen. Zach is uh being uh he's taking up all the themes of this podcast. So uh we're really right. excited for him. But yeah, uh, busy work
1: day tomorrow. I figured why not? I'm here all day. We'll uh we'll record from here. Have a blast.
0: He's, he's a dedicated guy. Uh but yeah, let's talk a little Monday night football. Uh this one is really interesting. So we got uh the Browns uh hounded the Bengals. Uh this one uh, did not feel close uh, at all. Uh so what do you guys tell me? Are the Browns good or are they bad? Because I don't know.
2: Nick Chubb's good. That's all I got.
0: I feel like this is the classic,
1: like ESPN debate question. So, did the Bengals lose this game or did the Browns win this game? Um, <laughs> I was shocked. I mean, I got back from trick or treating, and you know, I, the Bengals have been playing great football and turned it on, and they were getting smoked. Um, and it was eight to nothing, and quickly became eleven nothing. In the second half, I mean, it was it just it was a it was a bloodbath. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the Browns have a lot of talent. Um, you know, they do have the quarterback issue, but I feel like Brissett is its kind of floated around the league and people like him. Um, that defense was really good. I mean, zero points for the Bengals. Oh, no, no, no I'm sorry. Zero points. It was 25 to nothing at some point, but zero points for the first three quarters against a team that had looked like they were clicking. Um, yeah, this was a surprising result. Um, they're still three and five. They still got a lot of stuff to do to kind of get back uh, if they want to get in the playoff contention. But, uh, yeah, this was – I don't know if this is a – just the observation of one game or if this is something that's going to lead into the next couple of weeks, but it was very impressive. for
0: Yeah, no, it's weird. Cause like, I feel like the Bengals are very like at times bipolar team as well. Like we saw last season, like they when they, and it's kind of similar to this season, like when they look great, they look really good. And like, and then they have games like this where it's really down. So like, I, it is that like, it's funny that you made the point. It's like do the uh, the Browns winning or the Bengals lose it. Cause like, I don't really know either. Cause like the, like the, I don't feel like the Bengals weren't at their peak either. And like, was this the Browns peak? So it, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, I, so uh, it'll be interesting, especially with the Browns. Cause they, they have a backup quarterback right now. So like if they can rattle off some wins and then they get uh, Deshaun Watson back for the rest of the season, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how that all uh, shapes out. Absolutely. No thoughts. Okay.
1: I agree with you too, Brad. I mean, it's, Um, we'll see how, I mean, Deshaun Watson hasn't played in a year and a half, (laughs) coming in with a team with a decent amount of talent, and we'll see if it clicks Um, you know, I mean a lot of teams are still in the mix, including the Browns, and they can make on a run you know, it could be a pretty fun team to watch Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I will say uh I'm still not used to the whole uh brownie the elf thing on the field. Uh, that still throws me yes. off every time. It's, it's a little uh, Yeah. And then uh other thing was I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was really funny when uh you had a uh, Jacoby Brissett out there towards the end of the game. Uh they it was a perfect like mic'd up moment where they totally the field uh mics totally caught him just uh yelling like 55 jump <laughs> almost got <him> 55, <laughs> and he's like, Come blitz, come blitz. So that was really funny uh but i do feel like that's the thing where like uh he he might have had that in his pocket for like the pet the whole season and like just because they were up a bunch now he was finally able to use it so uh that'll be really uh interesting to see i don't know joey what do you think of the whole uh brownie the elf thing are you are you a fan of this or it's obviously it's an older logo I mean, so but like yeah. do, you, do you like it on the field it's huge
2: it is it is ginormous i i i don't know if i like it on the field i like I am a fan of old logos like like vintage uniforms are, are pretty cool to me right uh, and I, like I I think the logo's cool but I like I would not have put it that big all over the field you know it's, oh. it's kind, of, sure. uh, kind of a little it's kind of too much you know too much brownie the
0: elf no I, t- I totally understand what you mean by that uh what's uh let's go ahead and talk some uh, NFL trade deadline then uh, so this got really interesting today. So for uh, for reference, we're recording this on Tuesday. So in the hours leading up to uh, us recording this, we had just a bunch of different updates. We're adding to the sheet, adding to the sheet. So uh, I'm just going to list uh, a couple of major trades, and then we can just kind of do like quick reactions to them. So uh, first one, obviously, Bradley Chubb to Miami. Uh, I thought for a little bit that this wasn't going to happen because uh, the win over the weekend, I thought, saved some of the Broncos players, but obviously it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, y'all are the
1: Broncos fans. I thought the same thing, that, you know, there's a lot of three and five teams. I thought it would be a very kind of slow trade deadline because, like we saw last night, the Browns win. They're three and five, and, like, there's a lot of momentum running into them. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was shocked at how many trades there were, and I was actually pretty surprised by the Bradley Chubbs trade. So I got more of a question for y'all is, is how did y'all feel about it, thinking that coming out of that game and you're trading pretty much your best defensive player?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think this is the worst thing to happen to the Broncos. I mean, we definitely did need to up our draft stock a little bit. Uh, so getting some picks back was nice. Um, but, I mean, we kind of knew this was coming. So I, we've kind of been fans of Miami. I guess there's worse places for Bradley Chubb to end up. And I still think we have a pretty – Solid defensive line, uh, it, Gregory Joseph, uh, some other big guys who I can't remember their names right now. But like our D line is obviously he's that the heart of that. But I don't think I don't think we're gonna suffer too bad. Hopefully, on on the front there.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think it's a. I I, I was disappointed to see this. Uh, I really like Bradley Chubb. He's a very good player. But yeah. uh, I think that uh, getting that it, yes, that first round pick is huge. Uh, and then. I think also uh, I I am happy that we didn't lose that guys like Jerry Judy, potentially Uh, where we did, we were able to find out, we traded for a guy on the jets. Uh, I don't, his name's escaping me, but it seems like they're already trying to fill that uh, Bradley Job hole uh, with him. So I'm not too worried. And the Broncos defense has always been solid uh, no matter who it's been. Uh, So it's just kind of what the Broncos do, but uh, it, it is like, you can't like it's tough to keep everyone around obviously like in, I'm ideally I, I would have kept Bradley Chubb around because he's great but I, I understand yeah. what they're trying to do there. Uh I don't think it's the end of the world, but I think it almost speaks more for Miami that Miami just keeps yeah. loading up and loading up and good loading ball, up. Man. Like they're yeah they're they're shoving their chips all in the middle. Uh where they're, they're gonna
2: be really good. He's magical. Do you see see like like the last uh so they got Jalen Waddle with their 2021 pick right <laughs> and then with their 2022 first round pick they got Tyreek Hill, right. and now with their 2023 first round pick, they got Bradley Cho So that those are kind of the yeah. big trades. It which
0: I mean, those are almost all worth it. Like, yeah. I don't know no, if,
2: absolutely. Like,
0: like, I don't like, know who out of working, like first round picks magic. like they would have taken anyway. I mean, like, I don't know. I think that that like at, not, there's not one of those that I think was a bad move. Like, I think yeah, those all worked not. out pretty well. Uh, let's cover some other ones then. Uh, Chase Claypool to the Bears. This one I was just kind of like, uh, I don't think it like hurts anyway, but like I don't think it like really helps either team that much.
1: This felt like the Steelers just trying to get rid of it.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's yeah, a I, great, I just, great
2: pickup for the Bears. I, I mean
1: or I mean it's probably just the taker. I mean it's you yeah. know all going all the way back down to the first down that cost him like the first down celebration that cost him again. There always seemed to be a <laughs> disconnect between Claypool and the Steelers and Claypool and Tomlin. And this kind of felt like one of those picks to just get him off the books.
0: Yeah. Now I, I will say it does uh the complaint with the Bears has been that uh uh Justin Fields is no one to throw to. So adding Claypool it, it does help. Like especially and then they got um uh, Mooney out there as well. So now he is like it feels like a couple more options. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of all plays out with uh uh the Bears. So I, I am kind of excited to see what uh if that can help them a little bit. But like the Steelers, like I think they're just trying to like acquire guys. Uh they obviously um uh got of Roquan's. Uh, uh, the Bears obviously got rid of Rookon Smith as well. Uh, where, where's he going again? Oh, we'll circle back on really that. But uh, that yeah, this. Um, but for the Steelers, I mean, this is a tough season for them as well. So I don't think uh, losing Chase Claypool is going to change anything for them. Uh, other ones, Chase Edmonds to to He went to the Ravens. Yeah, okay, Ravens. yeah. Uh, yeah. So it'll be uh, Bears. A couple of big moves. Uh, Chase Edmonds to Denver. Uh, I like this. That's all I really gotta say. I don't mind. Yeah, another running back. Yeah, need yeah. it. Uh, here's one that's kind of funny: is uh, Zach Moss uh, went to Indianapolis. I would be so upset if I was Zach Moss right now because you go from the Bills, like Super Bowl hype, like this team's great, like they're gonna make a deep playoff run, uh, most likely, and then they just throw you to a terrible Indianapolis team right now. So uh, that that's got to be really frustrating.
1: I, I don't know how you like. You're right, as as a player that's just that's the highest of highs to literally the lowest of lows mm-hmm. like you're going to a team that's going to start trying to lose every single game yeah
0: like that oh. uh, and like you know it's not like a lot of people like a never get to the super bowl and like b might never get to the super bowl so especially when your team is like projected to be there like you're so close like you're literally on the team and then they they get rid of you it's got to be really really frustrating you don't know maybe he wanted it out or something but I don't know all the behind the scenes, but that was the first thing I thought was like, oh, that's got to just tough for Zach Moss. Uh, Other ones, uh, Calvin Ridley is going to Jacksonville. Uh, I think uh, so. He's still uh, he's out still, right? Still suspended. Yeah.
2: Suspended, yeah.
1: Now yeah. is that a team suspension or oh, that's a gambling that's a, suspension? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a right.
3: gambling.
2: That's you should get him on the oh,
0: pod for right. picks one week. That would be funny. Um, yeah,
1: that's, that's a good show. I don't know if that's going to happen, but yeah, that's it, it
0: would it, it would be very funny. But uh, I don't know. I thought this was also a smart trade. Uh, I think uh, the Jacksonville. Uh, I feel like I I don't. I can't think of any like off the top of man, like real threats they have uh for Trevor Lawrence to throw to. So I think that that can help them out. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. And then they just yeah. got rid of uh Robinson, too. So uh that'll be an interesting look yeah. as well. Uh,
1: that's, I, I heard I heard somebody make a good point that they were like the Jacksonville Jaguars are a disappointing two and five or two and six. You know, you you kind of think that they're going to be a 2-16, but they they should be a whole lot better than this. I mean, especially if it looks like they're going to, you know, either clearing house or or trying to figure it out.
0: But, yeah. Oh, yeah, they should be way better. Uh, Okay, and then last one, uh, TJ Hawkinson to Minnesota. Uh, This is kind of the reverse uh, Zach Moss, where, like, Minnesota is playing really well, uh, and you went from basically the worst team uh, in the NFC North right now. It's probably uh, the Lions all all the way up to uh, the best team. So that was pretty huge. Uh, this will be interesting. When do the uh, the Vikings play the Lions? Are they playing them soon? Is that a
1: uh, have a, to be they haven't played each other yet, have they? Yeah, Maybe. so that'll be
0: that'll be interesting now for that matchup. They got the scout on him, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh, what the Lions do because he was uh, one of their best guys to throw to, so they must have given up uh, a lot for him. Uh, so that uh, and then it would be interesting to see how he fits into Minnesota's okay. offense, uh, if he's improving them or not. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, obviously Iowa legend T.J. Hawkinson. i rooting for him, so I hope that that all works out for him. So the
2: Lions played the Vikings week three, and then they play them again here in like
0: four or five weeks. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, they already played, didn't they? Yeah, because I remember the, the Vikings came back and uh, beat the Lions. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much all the big ones. Did I miss any? I don't think so. Okay.
1: I'm thinking pretty good on those.
0: Jobs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it all came like that too. Yeah, they were back to back to back. Huh? Yeah, no, they were all flooding in right before the deadline. Schefter hit another home run. Yeah, Chef Schefter probably has band aids all know. over his thumbs tweeting oh, so much. Yeah. His phone is oh, definitely yeah. blowing up uh, as well. Uh, okay, let's talk uh, college football rankings. So these just came out. Uh, we we're I was watching the show uh, with Zach here. It is kind of weird. I they do kind of like really play this up and like try and make it super theatrical uh so it's that's kind of funny Uh, i i do kind of wish they would just release them all at once for us but no that's not what they do they got to make it into a a big show so uh, i'm trying to pull up here uh what they actually are uh if anyone's got them but okay yeah so i got it pulled up uh is outside of like six and below I think everything's fairly reasonable. Like, I don't think there's anything that's too shocking.
1: I think that LSU 10 is a little, yeah.
0: Like, oh yeah, little, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so they jumped from 15 to 10. I want to say, yeah, 15 to 10 here. Uh, which there's the reason why they're number 10. Yeah, it does kind of play up. Play in Alabama
1: this week. Yeah,
0: yeah, it does play up. But I think LSU was also like for having two losses. I think that they're still pretty good. Like, I think they're the best two loss team for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh yeah. but like I mean that kind of like early loss to FSU I think really holds them back. Uh I don't think anyone really blames them for losing to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh but I mean like I like I don't know, I think they can and we, we're gonna preview the game later, but like I think that, that like I mean they're solid and they're they're improving every week. Like I think they could definitely compete with Alabama. I mean, that's a huge line too in Alabama. I
1: mean especially at LSU. But yeah, like you said, we we can get into that.
0: Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't hate that. I mean, like, I think they're better than Ole Miss. Uh, I think they're better than UCLA. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm high on Kansas state still. Uh, I don't know if there's a ton of teams in the top 25 that would say like are better than them. Like, I'm not going to say like Oklahoma state's better than LSU. I'm not going to say Penn state's better than LSU. Uh, Actually, I don't know. Penn state's probably, I feel like Penn state is kind of similar to LSU, but uh, that's kind of like a big 10 comparison for them. I would say.
1: That's fair. fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I don't know actually about that one, but like, yeah, I'm not throwing like Syracuse over LSU or like any team, but like, I'm not going to put UCLA over them. Like, probably not. Like, not Ole Miss. So uh, that is a that is a big jump though. So let's kind of talk about uh, one through six then. So we have Tennessee one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Clemson four. Uh, I think I, I was a little surprised they didn't just go one two. Georgia, Tennessee, just for TV viewership. Yeah.
1: I was surprised they had t- Tennessee of one. And, <laughs> but like we talked – I mean, me and you, Grant, were talking about before. It's a TV show, and they play right into this aspect. I mean, yeah. none of it really matters because Tennessee would be one if they beat Georgia this week, and if Georgia beats Tennessee, they're going to be one this week. Um, yeah. You know, I think the bigger bigger question is, is, is Clemson at four. Um
0: Yeah. Uh, so, Clemson yeah, jumps Michigan, that's... which I think is really surprising considering that Michigan went out, pounded Penn State, and then beat, beat up Michigan State as well, where Ohio State struggles with Penn State. Granted, it's on the road. It's a tough place to play. Uh, but I think that Michigan is just – they've handled every opponent that stepped in front of them pretty much, where like, Clemson has had some trouble so, with a lot down. of teams and still jumped them. So I thought that 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 was, that was the most surprising thing I think on this this whole list.
1: Yeah, I mean we've talked about how much we like Michigan on here and, and Clemson like you said it's just been so tricky. Um th- that was the I, I don't really care about where the Tennessee Falls the Clemson issue that was the one where I'm just like that doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense here.
0: Yeah. No, then like for 1 through 3, I don't think it matters how you rank Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia between 1 and 3. I think that those are all like I I don't think it matters until, uh, like, that'll all solve itself uh, uh, in between them. But uh, uh, the four and five is definitely the most uh, interesting part of this. And then six, uh, Alabama. I, like, do you think, like, if Alabama and Clemson play each other right now, like, I think, I think Alabama would be a touchdown favorite.
1: And I think they'd win by a couple of touchdowns, too. Not only would they be a favorite, but I think they could, I think they're just a better football team. I think, I think Clemson is, the weakest link out of that top six. Yeah. And I think by a pretty significant margin. Uh, I mean, they're having quarterback issues. Like they can't figure out who they want to be their starting quarterback. Um, that's not what the top five or 16 in the nation are really dealing with at this point unless it's an yeah. injury. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't – I think Alabama would smoke them. I think I think Michigan would just grind them down. Uh, yeah. So, But, hey, this is the first ranking and we know it's not going to stay this way.
0: Yeah, no, it's all going to solve itself uh, for sure. Uh, things to kind of look into, though. So let's say um, Ohio State wins out, Clemson wins out, uh, and then uh, that'll make it interesting for Michigan, who, uh, like we, we've we all said with it, we think they're a top-four team, uh, but they could potentially end up in that, like, 11-1, missing the conference championship situation, where, we, like, it would be really hard for them to jump uh, – Clemson, if they had kept pointing out, where it would have been easier for them to stay up there if they were previously ranked above them.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. And, but, I mean, it, it'll play out. I, I think, you know, the, it's, it, there's so many scenarios. But, but like you said, I mean, Georgia can go in and beat Tennessee. Georgia's a one-loss – or a, a Tennessee's a one-loss team that doesn't make the SEC championship. They can get in. So there's so many factors. I just – if there's a team at the end of this that I don't think – I think Clemson loses one game, they're out. They're out completely. <laughs> Right. And I think that, that out of the top six, they're the one team that falls into that category. I think o- Ohio State can beat Michigan, or Michigan can beat Ohio State, and both of those teams still have a legit shot. I think Clemson's the one team if they lose a game, it's over. Four.
0: Okay. No, I think that's totally fair. Uh, so then kind of like outside looking in, then is like, uh, it's Michigan, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, uh, USC, basically. Uh what is there any of those teams that you think can potentially like make a run and get up there? Or it's like let's say like Oregon runs the table, they win the Pac 12. Uh there so they'd be a one loss champion with uh their one loss being Georgia in the first game of the season. Do you think that they have any chance to like jump in there?
1: Yeah, I do. I think I, I think Oregon is that one loss team outside of the Big Ten and the SEC big boys because they they lost that first game of the year. They really like, – there's so many, like, factors they can use. I don't want to say excuses, but they can use so many talking points to be like, well, this is the first game of the year. We were a new team. This is a new offense, new coach, new quarterback. And then look at what we've done since then. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, if they keep playing the way they're, they're playing, they, they have a legitimate gripe about that if it becomes a one-loss – if they're a one-loss team that runs through the table with the Pac-12. Um, I think Oregon's better than Clemson right now. Um, I would take Oregon if they played head to head. So yeah, I think Oregon is that one. Say, TCU, I, you know, we keep talking about. It, I keep saying it; they're going to lose a game, and that's, that's going to knock them out. Um,
2: so but what if they Oregon don't? Is I the, got to bring this up because you know, I've been there. I've been there. Only defense on this pod. I feel like what if TCU wins out?
0: Well, that'll be and a total they, uh, nightmare.
2: They're Twelve <laughs> undefeated. That so what, that's got to be then?
0: if you're Ohio State, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Alabama. Georgia, that's got to be your biggest fear right now. Oh, absolutely! You winning out because, like, I think a lot of people are speculating. Like, we've all pretty much jumped to the conclusion of like, uh, like a two lot. Like, some conference is probably going to get two teams in it, whether it's Big Ten with Ohio State and Michigan or uh, the S- SEC. SEC with Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama uh, potentially. Where if TCU wins out, or if Clemson even wins out, it kind of like you can't tell them no. Like you can't penalize. But,
1: all right, but can you though? Because it's a TV show. Let's just say <laughs> I don't in, think you in, can. But it's period, I'm gonna ask you a fair question, okay. and I don't think you should. I think if they go like, I think you have you. I think UCF should have had a shot. I think that's why Cincinnati got in last year. But I'm wondering when, like. I think as a TV show, which this is, I mean, they have a committee to pick teams to put them in. If you got the Tennessees, you got the let's say Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. That's five teams right there. And then there's an undefeated TCU. There's there's one outlier out of those five teams, right. one very big outlier who might not travel, who might not sell out a stadium in the playoff. And all this is is a TV show. So do you like? But will we yeah. ever see before the 12-team playoff an undefeated team in a Power 5 conference get knocked out? Well, I mean, especially would,
0: when you especially when you have four potential very strong teams like you have this year. Yeah, I mean, this would be the year, but I don't think that they would do that still. Like, I think, like, the Big 12 is, like, respected enough, like, amongst the committee. I mean, like, geez, they do love the SEC, but, like, I don't know if they love them so much that, uh, like, they can tell a, a – undefeated big 12 champion that uh, they can't be in the playoff over like uh, a, a one loss team who wasn't in a conference championship game either. Oh, I agree with, I mean, I agree with the point,
1: but that's, I think that's the situation that you, you put yourself in when you have a TV show and you only have 14 playoff.
0: Right. No. And I, I understand, but like, usually this stuff, and like we've had all these debates before and they, they've almost all solved themselves. Like, they Yep. Always solve itself, yep. always <laughs> solve itself. Uh, anyway. So, and it's still like, as much as it is like, Oh, it's like, well, We're heading into uh, like the uh, last little like quarter or third here of the season, November
1: 1st. Uh, yeah, like
0: it feels late, but it's also like there's so much time in between now and uh, the playoff uh, coming up later in December. So, uh, I don't know, it's just this stuff has me all so excited. I love little debates <laughs> about like hypotheticals, like that stuff hasn't even happened yet. Like all this hasn't yep. even happened yet, and we're already like, "Oh, how we we're gonna, oh, are we, where to we're gonna put it? where are we gonna Tennessee put Tennessee <laughs> when they, uh, when they uh, lose to Georgia and all that stuff?" And it's like, and that hasn't even happened yet. Like, <laughs> why why are we mad? Why are we arguing over stuff that hasn't even happened yet? Like, we're
1: complaining about it being a TV show, but we're getting sucked in. And you, just yeah. I mean that, they do a yeah. great job of that. They do a fantastic job of just sucking you in.
0: Yeah. So this is all. Uh, it, it's just fun. And then my, my last thing uh, I'm gonna throw out there is a. Uh, Texas, they're the only three loss team, I believe, on this yeah,
2: list.
0: Five too. and three. Uh, they weren't ranked in the AP poll, but they are ranked in this one. They're at 24. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: It's, I mean, wow. it's Texas football, like, wow. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Texas, put them up is there like, just because I mean, I still think they're pretty good. I mean, you think I, that, and then they're, they're gonna I mean, lose in the next couple of weeks. To somebody they've yeah. proven they,
2: should, they, prove it they nice. play TCU soon.
0: I, I think they, Texas. I, might, I was going to say, I was going to say, I think they might do it. It's in Texas. They, they might do it. So I don't know. I just think that if, I don't know, my, like, and it's going to be a great like what if or whatever, but it's just like, I mean, if Quinn isn't hurt to start the season, like, you know, <laughs> what does that team look like? That's yeah. all I'm saying. Do they beat Alabama? I don't know. Uh, in my opinion, maybe probably like, you know they were rolling. Uh, it's like I think they for sure beat Texas Tech, and I don't know. Yeah. Like I mean, obviously he just lost uh, to Oklahoma State, but like he is still banged up a little bit. Uh, but that'll just be interesting to look at going forward. Um, that kind of like the three loss, and like we'll get to like there will be a four loss team ranked uh, eventually, and so uh, that that's always the interesting stuff. Also, shout out uh, Oregon State. They haven't been uh, were they ranked last week? Am I forgetting this stat? I do not believe so. Yeah, they haven't been uh well either way, they they had not been ranked since like 2012. So or yeah, like two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Shout out to Oregon State. So uh yeah, I think that's it pretty much for uh the playoff rankings. Uh, uh unless you guys got anything right.
1: No, nah, I think we covered. It. They sucked us in. I mean, we even had we our, our our debate over the college football ranking might have been as long as the college football shows,
0: so they got us <laughs> yeah no they got us yeah and it's yeah, they so got dumb. us. <laughs> we're literally, really arguing over numbers this, this, is, this is so dumb all right uh we're gonna right. put michigan out of the top four just so people will talk about it yeah no that's that's all they're doing they're just driving tweets uh yeah so that uh we'll now get into our interview with radic all right we now welcome on the show very special guest of ours it's radic burkholz from Notre Dame baseball, uh, upcoming legend playing the College World Series last year, uh, second year student at Notre Dame. Uh, Radick, how are you doing, man? I'm great.
3: Thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, hey, we're very, uh, very happy to have you on. So I'll, I'll start this off with a little preface. Uh, if, uh, for the people that listen to the show and anyone that really knows me, I'm kind of a Notre Dame hater, I will say. Uh, it's nothing to do with you, Radek. Uh, it's not really anything to do with baseball, honestly. It's mostly just Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame football dr- uh, directly. But uh, maybe I just need to hear it from a Notre Dame student, uh, student athlete. Uh, what, can you pitch to me why I might be wrong about Notre Dame and why other Notre Dame haters might be wrong about Notre Dame?
3: I think when you look at the history of the program, I think there's a lot of good guys that have come out of Notre Dame And as you probably saw with the Man Titeo documentary, like a lot of people are feeling bad for him. And uh, I think the alumni base is really a good sell. Uh, I think a lot of great, a lot of great guys come out of here. And um, this place is full of good people. And I don't think our football fans are too arrogant. I think we're pretty realistic. Um, So, yeah, I think I think that's my case for it.
0: Uh, yeah, well, we we were just talking. We were worried that uh, you wouldn't know who uh, Manta Taylor was. I had listed as a question was just, has anyone at Notre Dame ever asked you to create a fake girlfriend to drive viewership and uh, create a better scene around the season?
3: No, that is not true. But Manta did come back. <laughs> he did come back for a game this year, and it was a pretty emotional moment for him. He, he was there with his with his wife, and uh, the whole stadium was on their feet cheering him on. So that was a pretty cool go. thing.
0: No, I mean, the dude's a legend. Have you seen the, the documentary then?
3: I actually haven't. I just heard everyone telling me to, and everyone is telling me to watch it, so I probably should get on that. Yeah, Dude, it's, no, it's, it's, it's fantastic, a, man. It's great. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a great
0: watch. Uh, and I do actually, I, my opinions on Manti Teo actually do, uh, did change after it. I, I, feel, uh, I feel pretty bad for him now. So, uh, no, you definitely want to check that out for sure.
1: Yeah, we've got to have a homework assignment. you got to come back home in like two weeks. <laughs> All right, get on Give Manti Teo. Yeah. And, uh, Um, I guess the the first question I got for you is, is, you know, transitioning from Valor or Colorado high school baseball and into just a wild and and awesomely wild freshman year at Notre Dame where you you walk into a successful program, uh, you're getting decent playing time right out of the gate, and then you go to the college world series, Um, just kind of, you know, off the top kind of give us that experience what it's like transitioning to, you know, having such a stellar high school career and then going and having such great accolades right out of the gate. That i had a very good program.
3: Yeah, it, it was pretty surreal. Um, playing baseball at Valor and the club baseball experiences were both very different. Um, playing baseball with Valor, is it was competitive, but at the same time, there was a great camaraderie we had, and it was really a good time to to spend with your buddies and play for your school. So that was – that was a pretty cool aspect of it was getting to play for your school and then compete against, um, other schools. There's a little more, a little more pride in your school than your club ball team. Um, so I think playing in college was a good mix of the competitiveness of club baseball and all the traveling that came with that as well as playing for your own school and, uh, really playing for something. And it felt like as the year went on, the stakes got higher and the experiences just kept getting more and more cool. So, We went from a a pretty cool regular season, traveling all around, playing in uh, amazing stadiums. We got to play a game in Comerica Park where the Detroit Tigers play. So that was really cool. Cool. And then we played at uh, Floor Field, which is a, I think it's a Red Sox minor league uh, park. I think it's, I want to say it's high A. Um, So we played there and the experiences just kept building on one another. And then we went down to Statesboro for the regional and that was really cool. And then, uh, Knoxville and Omaha following after that were like nothing I'd ever experienced before. Um, so definitely, definitely a transition from the travel side of things, missing a ton of school. Like I thought I missed a lot of school in high school traveling during the fall, but, um, definitely pretty tricky to stay up with the academic side of things, uh, especially out of school like this. So they definitely don't take it, take it easy on us athletes.
0: What is that? Uh, the best, uh, the best stadium you've ever played in America? Or what would it be then?
3: Definitely uh, the biggest and best stadium i played in for sure. The environment uh, was <laughs> probably wasn't the best because we didn't have very many fans there. It was like 40 degrees and it's <laughs> a college game on a like, Tuesday. So <laughs> it sounds like Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go.
1: But is it like playing in a major league ballpark in front of probably hundreds of people? Like it's got to be just <laughs> an, uh, like, like you said, that easy, like a very cool experience. You're like, wow, I'm in a major league ballpark, but also like, Wow, there's no, I can, I can literally just hear my voice echoing,
3: echo. Yeah, it was oddly quiet, as you might expect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that also pretty cool just to imagine it being full. Um, oh, cool. So I, I actually got to pitch in that one. I came in later on in the game. We ended up losing. Um, I had a little bit of a short outing, but it was just cool to be out there and know that you're on the same mound as a bunch of, a bunch of greats. So pretty cool experience. I was going to say a hundred people might be, that's actually the normal attendance for the tigers lately. So
0: yeah. <laughs> you actually probably got the, you probably got the genuine uh, tiger experience. Actually there, it might've been more tickets. They didn't, they didn't know that many people. Yeah, could they fit the stadium. <laughs> that's
2: a good point. Uh, okay, Rad. So I know we played together in high school a little bit. Uh, I know you also played for a team in Georgia. You're obviously traveling around all fall. Um Could you kind of take us through that experience? I know in college, like as a student athlete, you might be expected to miss a little bit of class. But uh, I'm sure you worked something out with your teachers in high school. But was that difficult? Did you make any like sacrifices traveling back and forth, uh, maybe sleep, school, anything? Just take us through that experience.
3: Yeah, it was definitely difficult, especially when some of the tournaments towards the end of the fall, they had you missing four or five days of school. So the biggest thing was uh, the academic part. That was probably the uh, the hardest part about it. Always doing homework on the plane. Whenever you're not playing a game, you're in the car doing homework. You're doing homework at the hotel. So that was definitely the biggest challenge. But the teachers at Valor were really helpful and very supportive and uh, always very understanding of, of what was going on. So I definitely appreciated them. Awesome.
2: And, and so...
1: Go ahead. No,
3: Sorry. go ahead, no, I to say, how did you end up with the Georgia PG program? So I had a buddy, um, his name's Trayton Rank. He plays at Florida State right now. He's a sophomore and we became pretty good buddies towards the end of middle school. And he's actually from Georgia and he moved to Colorado and that's when we became close. And then for high school, he ended up moving back to Georgia and he was playing on a pretty good team. And he's like, Hey man, you should come try out and uh, and play for us. And, It seemed like a really good opportunity to go uh, put my name out there and go try to get on the recruiting circuit. And so I went out there for a weekend and tried out and then uh, they let me on the team and then the rest was history. So I played, played on that team for two full summers and then I think it was three falls. It was a great, great experience.
2: So you mentioned recruiting a little bit because of that, you, you seem like you were pretty heavily recruited. Uh, I think PG had you in like the top 300. Um, Maybe tell us some, uh, some other schools you were looking at seriously considering and then why you chose Notre Dame.
3: Sure. So my sophomore summer, I definitely talked to a lot of schools. There was more, I'd say more uh, superficial interest than serious interest. So I talked to a lot of schools for a long time. That was florida state um duke vanderbilt schools like that and then uh, the following fall um that's when it started to get a little more serious and things started to move pretty quick uh so i went out and visited pepperdine and then also the university of san diego so those schools were definitely up there for me i really liked the coaches and um they were also amazing campuses i don't know if you guys have yeah. Pepperdine, I was going to say, you just listed, teachers. like,
0: uh, you just basically listed, like, top five most beautiful campuses. Is what you think you were <laughs> that was stuff. that was actually
1: the subject on the EF pod last week. <laughs> yeah, we were talking Nobody about was. that. Yeah.
3: And those Absolutely those two problem. were up there. <laughs> yeah, so Pepperdine. I, I mean, that was unbelievable, was sitting there watching a baseball game with the sunset in the background, palm trees, and the water, just unbelievable. And then um, I visited those two schools, and while that was going on, I was talking to Notre Dame, and then once it became an option, it was a no-brainer for me. So then the recruiting process down and um this place felt like home second i stepped on campus and um uh, yeah i just loved it so obvious pick
1: uh, you mentioned it what was it like both personally and from a team standpoint of going in and beating the number one team in the nation to go to the college world series um even just watching on tv like not even knowing who you are but just like wow this feels like it's awesome. So what was it like to be there?
3: Yeah, it was unbelievable. I mean, if you follow college baseball at all last year, you knew all about Tennessee and uh, the amazing season they were having. Additionally, the uh, a bit of off the field stuff, as you might say. Uh, So it was a really exciting environment, super hostile, um, which is super fun to go in there and play. And our team the whole time, like, obviously we're not the favorite going into that with such an incredible team in front of us, but uh, we knew we could go in there and beat those guys. And uh, we just had to go out there and and do what we do best and um, went out and beat them on Friday, Uh, Saturday, we pulled back a little bit and they got the best of us. And then um, Sunday, the last few innings of that game, it was like nothing ever experienced before. Uh, We had Dave LaMana. He had the two run game tying home run. And I was in the dugout and my, I'd like to say that it was like an out of body experience. I, my my body just kind of <laughs> took over. My mind shut off. I, just, I think I started doing high knees or jumping. I don't even know. Do it. <laughs> it was an incredible experience, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget it. And once once we took the lead, we kind of knew the game was in the bag. And uh, yeah, it was it was just so fun to be a part of that, and especially because it was uh, on the national stage too, because everyone was watching Tennessee. So yeah, experience. I'll never forget.
1: What's the hotel or the plane ride back like?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. We had our, uh, yeah. Super regional champs hats on. <laughs> Coach Jarrett had a very strict, no hats policy. Um, basically at all times, but once, once we got those hats, he's like, you guys better wear those hats in the plane ride home. So I was going to say, gotta so make was an fun. exception. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, a lot of celebrating, uh, we're obviously super happy. Um, so we definitely, definitely enjoyed the victory uh, before we had to settle back in and get ready for Omaha. I
0: remember, seeing, the- uh, Oh, here, I was going to ask, uh, I remember seeing tweets going around, uh, after you guys beat them that you guys uh, allegedly took over, uh, some Knoxville bars and were singing Rocky top. Uh, yes. the whole time. Is, I, I that, is that, is that true? Can confirm? Can confirm. <laughs> I'm so,
3: I'm so proud. That's gotta be, that's hilarious. Uh, that's so yeah, funny. So we, we had the whole squad in there and, uh, yeah, it it was a pretty rowdy experience, nice. to
0: say the least. That's incredible. So then other World Series stuff. What's up with Rally Bananas?
3: Can you kind of explain that? Rally Bananas, yeah. So I can't remember exactly which game that started in, but we just would always have a big thing of bananas in the dugout. And one of the guys, like, hey, we need a rally. We need to get going. And so – bunch of guys just started whooping out bananas and then we would we'd get a hit and you take a bite out of the banana if it was a single and if it was a double you'd take two bites out of it and it kind of just became a thing and um it definitely got the good energy going when things might not have been going our way so i think it actually helped get us out of a few jams and help us score some runs so it was really fun
0: is there a different yes. kind of food you'd prefer? Like personally, I'm I'm not a bananas guy at all.
3: Like I, I, don't, I
0: don't like them one bit. Is it, would you rather have done like a, a different kind of fruit, maybe like a rally protein
3: bar or something? Get, get some
0: uh, some good quality rally, nutrition in there.
3: I mean, if you know me, you know, I'm never going to turn out a good protein bar. So I think, I think the banana right, is better, better for the, uh, the theatrics. So do you want to, do you want to gas up like one protein bar, maybe get like a little NIL going? gas up one protein bar so i've actually been eating these um their legendary foods is the brand and it's like a protein pop tart has okay. those. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i've been i've been giving a few out to my buddies and letting them try them and a lot of the guys have said that it tastes better than an actual pop tart so there's no way yeah I, I mean i wouldn't say that but they taste pretty dang good Who's what kind of what, what kind says, of pop tart so are we talking yeah.
0: What kind of Pop-Tart are we, I mean, talking? Are we talking? Strawberry? Like the maybe protein like bar cinnamon?
3: got the frosting on the top. Yeah, I'm like, Just out, imagine a right? Pop-Tart. It's a little bit fluffier, but we got the brown cinnamon sugar, just like they do it. Blueberry, cookies and cream, birthday cake. They got all of
0: them. I, I like the
3: birthday cake one.
0: I, I, I'm going to have to try that one.
3: Yeah, pretty red velvet, too. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh. What is this again? Legendary? legendary foods all right yeah look out for uh radic becoming the face of legendary foods here soon uh kind of kind of maybe uh more uh inside the team situation so uh i discovered this kid roman kimball uh sure. re- recently and you're you're in a lot of his videos uh that does that ever get kind of like annoying where like you're trying to prep for a game and then this guy's like come up in his camera with a vlog and you're like hey man like can we just can we just focus like what's going on here
3: yeah no um so Roman's one of my best buddies. He ended up transferring to South Carolina this past year, but um, I'm pretty laid back when it comes to pregame preparation. I like to keep it loose. I'm not like I'm not super dialed in and like don't want people to talk to me. I know there's a bunch of guys in the team like that. Uh, <laughs> so it was honestly it was honestly pretty entertaining, and it was it was fun to document uh, all those experiences we had. So I was a fan of the long. Okay,
1: uh, we talked about Tennessee. So, as sports junkies, College World Series is bucket list item, and you got to play in. So, I mean, very simply, just take us through that experience. I mean, that's—I joke that that's the College World Series and and Premier League soccer, the last two sports gets for me, and it's kind of been disappointing. The past—I'm a huge Auburn fan. Let me talk about past two out of three years they've been to the College World Series and hadn't gotten to go. So, very jealous of you, not only just you know, being there in general, but yeah. just as a player, just kind of walk us through with that. Just, I mean, it's, it's an American like icon at this point in time.
3: Yeah. Well, to start, I mean, it's something you dream about. If you're a baseball player, you're a little kid, you're always thinking about the college world series. And um, I was actually uh, pretty thankful to get to go, especially because back when I was 11, 10, 11, 12 years old, uh, we would go and we'd play travel ball tournaments in Omaha and so we'd go play our game and then drive to the stadium and go watch games. And so seeing that transition from being a little guy and looking at those college players and thinking that might not ever be possible. And it felt like it was so far away to actually getting to be on the field and play. And um, yeah, it, it was pretty surreal and really enjoyed the, the travel experience. We, we chartered in and usually we, so we drive two hours to Chicago and then fly out of Chicago O'Hare to go to all of our, um, all of our away games. But this time we got to charter a flight. And so we went to the South Bend airport, which is about 10 minutes down the road. They picked us up. We flew in right into Omaha and then got off the bus and waiting there or we got to the plane waiting. There was a bus for us. It had college world series, uh, Notre Dame team bus on the side of it. And so, yeah, they, they treated us pretty great um, heading in there. And so we, we got there and we actually shared a hotel with Oklahoma who ended up beating us, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) But it was pretty cool to be there. And before every game, the team's parents and fans would line up down in the lobby and then we'd walk down and then they'd make a tunnel for us. And so it was pretty cool um, getting to be a part of that experience. And we also got to do the the parade that they do every year. So we walked from a pretty cool uh, dinner. We were at the Creighton soccer field And we were with all of the other teams who made it. And so we got to meet some of the other players and uh, spend some time with the local community in Omaha. So that was a pretty cool experience. And then from there, we walked to the stadium in a line and then they had fireworks went on the field and uh, the whole bit. So that was super cool as well. And then from the actual game side of things, it was pretty cool to see that uh, we had, and fans on our side I, I don't know how big the Notre Dame baseball <laughs> fan base is but when we were in Omaha it felt like it was pretty big and the only reason might be because we went and beat Tennessee <laughs> but people were definitely cheering us on uh, I remember going <clears throat> into the stadium during that uh, little walk we did before the parade and all of the SEC fans were just yelling at us clapping at us so thankful for for beating Tennessee so that was pretty funny and it felt like, felt like a home crowd like no other when we played our games. Uh, so that was a pretty surreal experience.
0: So you didn't think that you were going to have any fans in Omaha?
3: You didn't think that any Notre Dame people would show up? I figured Notre Dame would show up, but definitely not the way it did. Okay. Um, awesome. So, I, yeah, it, it, it was amazing. I think we probably had the biggest fan base there until uh, Ole Miss showed up when they were playing in the finals. They, they kind of packed that thing out. But yeah. yeah. No, they have, a, they
0: have a good fan base for baseball. Kind of surprising. Good fan base yeah, for absolutely. baseball. A Especially stadium. for a, a, a foot, when they got a football team that has to – you got Lane Kiffin begging for the students to show up to games, but they'll, they'll go travel to Omaha for baseball. It's kind of weird. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So
3: – Another, another thing on that topic. Uh, so when I actually got to go into the game, I ended up coming in out of the bullpen against Oklahoma, and it was during the seventh inning stretch. So when I ran out there, the whole crowd was on their feet. Obviously not to see. Definitely
1: for you. They were for you specifically,
0: man. Absolutely.
3: Change the You you got to take that one. They got on their feet for you, Raddy. (laughs) So, so running out there, it was, I mean, it was like nothing I ever experienced before. And uh, as, as coach Jarrett would say, like the game doesn't change. Like the game is the same, no matter the circumstances. And so it's still just you and the catcher, um, but, yeah, it was just an incredible experience. And it was weird because we went from Tennessee where uh, the fans are yelling your mom's name and yelling terrible, terrible things at you while you're on the mound to oh. it was just one, one big noise. Um, so that was pretty interesting. There wasn't much cheering during the lulls of the game. It was just a lot of noise of people talking. So that was definitely something I had never experienced before.
1: Did that take you a little bit out of your comfort zone as you're running from – from the from the bullpen to the mound, or is it? I mean, because you seem pretty cool and collective. Uh, did yeah. you like have to snap out of it after a few warm up pitches? Or
3: I just wanted to soak it all in, so I made sure while I was jogging out to the mound, I was looking around. And it might might only get to do that once, so I had to make sure to to soak it up and go out there just just trying to have fun.
2: These people were yelling your mother's name at you.
3: Oh, well, not to Tennessee. Really mine personally. I mean, uh personally. Yeah, <laughs> was just... uh, one of my teammates, Jackson Denny's, uh, the whole student section. They had uh, a, a Sherry chant going. So that was. Oh, no. Was pretty... Oh, no. Let's say, were they throwing stuff? That would be very like Tennessee with them. They did throw stuff. So Drew oh, Gilbert. What a surprise. What yeah, a surprise. Wow. No so one. Drew Gilbert, uh, he ended up arguing a borderline strike call, and then he got tossed. And then I think. I think one of their assistant coaches got tossed as well. And the fans did not like it. They were throwing all kinds of things on the field, beer cans, food, you name it. <laughs> but in, in, in classic Tennessee fashion. That oh, was yeah.
1: a wild scene. I don't know if y'all, Grant or Joey, you saw that. I remember watching that game, and he just lost his mind. And I was just like, dude, what is going on here, dude? You're a 19-, 20-year-old kid. Like, just <laughs> chill out. And then the yeah. coach, like – that was a wild, like seven to ten minutes. So I forgot about all of that, and you're just sitting there
3: watching me, like,
1: what in the world's going on there?
3: Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. You mentioned seven to ten minutes because usually in baseball, like, you don't get a you don't get a break that long during the game. Yeah. But the umpires met and they were talking to Coach Vitello, and it was just this big old ordeal. And yeah, it, it dragged out probably way longer than it needed to. But yeah, really really interesting little bit of the game there. For sure. Yeah.
0: So uh, with baseball, a lot, a lot of things that interest me uh, is kind of the, some of the stuff that surrounding uh, suspicious substances with uh, pitchers. Uh, you're a pitcher, obviously. And I'm not saying you use suspicious substances by any means, but people do. Uh, is that uh, we see it a lot in the pros and stuff to check the ears now or uh, for stuff like spider tag and <laughs> uh, all that. Yeah. Uh, the, is that a th- big thing in college baseball? Like, are you ever like uh, sitting in the dugout and you're like, this guy's definitely using some, uh, some uh, foreign
3: substances? So in in my one year of experience, I haven't seen any coaches complain, and I haven't seen any umpires check. Um, but I can say without a shadow of a doubt that people are definitely using sticky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, but yeah, I mean, people have like their it. have their resets on the mound, going to their hat or going to their glove or whatever, and um, I'm sure some people uh, are definitely using those those little ticks to to grab some sticky stuff, but. It's definitely a thing. I can
0: tell you that. No. And like, I'm a fan of it. I think they should be able to use whatever they want. I was going to say, I, I like, I, I think like, I want PEDs. to see that. I, I want Load people them to throw 115. I want them to just be able to <laughs> crank whatever they can. Right. Uh, so yeah. then uh, speaking of uh, kind of PEDs, we have a, uh, a little debate going on on this show uh, between uh, a rod versus Albert. Uh, Albert. Now we're throwing into the cheater category. Uh, I don't know if you saw uh, the story lately. Where uh, he was giving uh, illegal bats to the Astros uh, for this World Series. Uh, who? So, do you want to kind of maybe settle it for us then? Who do you think is a better baseball player, A. Rod or Albert?
3: And there's a right. To be answer. honest, I'm 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 not the biggest on uh, baseball watching. I'm honestly more of a football guy. Uh, that's okay. kind of how I how I grew up. Um, but. I'm gonna go with A. Rod because uh, there for you go. No baseball reasons, for no baseball reasons, because uh, he's not only a baseball player, but he's also a businessman, and he makes yes. a mean uh, coffee.
0: Yes. No. He's just an all-around great, great, better guy. Some would say.
3: Yeah.
2: There well, you go. I wouldn't say that. He also never hit <laughs> 700 home runs, so. Yeah. Sucks yeah. for him. Uh, he just just
1: the debate's settle, Joey. I think it's three. I don't, years I don't,
2: I don't uh, three
1: zach i've just never gave my opinion until now you know i'm always and that's like your opinion after radic
2: <laughs> says something you're right, on that side the next, the next that's baseball look, player zach. we have on if he's a if that's he's a, a bad look guy, i'll
1: change it i'm just <laughs> saying i'm with radic i'm not a big baseball guy you know so i guess yeah, i gotta that's take a, a bad look myself. i like so, the business answer i like the business answer
0: so if you're I'm a. Sure uh, in plenty of business so if, uh, we're football guys too then who's like kind of your team are you more of an nfo guy college guy
3: I mean, I'm a diehard Notre Dame guy now that I've I've been here and uh, gone through the experience, but uh, Broncos country, let's ride. Oh, baby. <laughs> What's Yo, kind man. of the,
0: the feel on oh, campus man. then right now with uh, Notre Dame football? Like, obviously, it's kind of a – we haven't seen Notre Dame kind of uh, with this many losses early in the year in a long time. How are you guys how, – how, how is it as a fan and, like, in the student body?
3: Well, I'll say this. So, despite having the, the pretty rocky start we did, uh, we were still selling out every home game we had. So it was good to see that uh, the students and the rest of the fans are still into it uh, despite the, uh, the tough start. Uh, I know we have a five-star quarterback coming in and one of the next two recruiting classes. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. And everyone loves Marcus Freeman, uh, especially the the girls on campus. They're rather fond of him. Um, But yeah, we're, we like him and we're optimistic about the future. And with Clemson coming up this weekend, uh, we think we're going to take him down. So I like it.
0: Okay. Like yeah. It. No, I like it's it. They're, yeah. They're going too South. It's right in on
3: the pod. They're right. ready. You sound yeah. like one of us. Yeah. yeah. You, can yeah.
1: Join it. you can join us for picks later. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. I uh,
1: change the move just a little bit. Walk us through the coaching transition. Yeah. Just from a perspective um, on your end, especially with the, the the big freshman year you had and then kind of just dealing with the business side of sports, you know, pretty quickly.
3: That's how it goes. So you always hear when you're in the recruiting process not to commit because of a coach. Uh, and that couldn't be more evident, especially after my freshman year. And so to back up to the Knoxville Super Regional, that was around the time where Coach Martin got fired at FSU. And so the obvious next coach for Florida state was coach Jarrett having been a player there, then been a coach there. And he's from there, his family lives, there. everything. So obviously the, the stars were aligned for that, but we appreciated how coach Jarrett handled it. He, he made it a point to to let us know that he's not concerned about that right now. And all he's focused on is uh, us and, and winning. And so, uh, we kind of put that aside for the postseason and then worried about it after. Um, and once that news came, like all the guys were kind of expecting him to leave. And so uh, no, no bad blood there. Um, a bunch of great guys on that last coaching staff. And uh, the new staff has been awesome. Uh, coach Steffler has been great. Definitely a change of pace uh, from Coach Jarrett. Um, and I've been really excited about Coach Volts, our new pitching coach, it's pretty funny. So he was at Wofford before he was at VCU with coach Stifler and coach Volts actually recruited me for a little bit while he was at Wofford. So we already had a relationship going into it. So that was pretty cool uh, to see that work out. Um, and yeah, coach Volz, um, he's an incredible pitching coach. He's done a lot with us already. Uh, we have mental skills meetings, which is something I've never done before. Uh, super detailed, super invested in our development. Uh, so I'm really liking how uh, the pitching staff is going to be looking for this year and the years to come.
2: So Radick, you, you mentioned transition and now uh, pitching. I, in high school, obviously you're one of our star players all around great pitcher, but also a great batter and a great fielder. Um, I'm just wanting to note, like, do you miss it? Do you, do you ever take some BP you miss holding the bat in your hands. Uh, is, is there any of that in your future or are you all in on pitching?
3: Well, don't tell a coach, but I've definitely taken some hacks in the cages. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I see what the two way players do on our team and that's not a workload that I'm envious of. Uh, they, they put in more work than anyone else. And I honestly don't know how they're able to do it and, and balance the academic side of things. Um, but yeah, I definitely miss it. I always had a good time uh, swinging it and uh, playing in the infield. Um, so if if there's a COVID breakout or something happens, maybe I'll get my chance to step in. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with what happened. I think it was two years, two years. Yeah, two years ago in the College World Series when uh, NC State had a bunch of positive COVID tests. And so one of their pitchers had to step in and got a few hits off. Kumar rocker and had a great game. So nice. Uh, I dream of something like that.
2: But <laughs> we'll see. Well, yeah. We know you get some rips too.
3: All right, I think this is the last question
1: I have for you, Brad, five years from now, are me and you having happy hour as you a pro athlete or me and you have a happy hour as business associates. Cause you took over your father's business.
3: Mm, that's a tough question. Um, wow. I'd the like the second to say one was- could probably happen depending on your answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to say I like to spread my, my eggs out pretty evenly. I don't like to put them all in the baseball basket and not put them all in the academic basket. Um, if I can make some strides in the next few years and, and get the draft stock up, I, I would definitely love to pursue that. Um, I think that would be a pretty fun life experience. And if I can make a career out of it, that would be amazing. Um, but at the same time, I'm very passionate about school. Uh, so I, that's a priority for me. So I always keep that at the forefront um so yeah i that's my answer for you i i don't really lean <laughs> one way or the other but just, like just keep that, it all my options open i like that what are you studying i'm a finance major oh, okay yeah as finance pro. You,
0: you, you seem like a you seem like a fairly smart guy i can see you dominating that field as well uh yeah so this will be uh our last question then uh so we asked this to all the college athletes uh the NIL era coming up, uh, we're trying to expand our base. Would you be interested at all in being a in the kitchen athlete joining our team? Oh my team? gosh,
3: that'd be awesome.
0: There you go. Yeah. So we're we'll, right. we'll just uh, join the team, Ready? Yeah, that's that's binding, yeah. by the way. You can't back out now. <laughs> all all right, right. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll send out uh, some merch to you and stuff. We gotta, uh, we, you got to come all on right. and uh, just give us reports on the baseball season. It would be like a radic minute. Just call in and tell us how it's going. Huh.
3: Heck yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: All right. Right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. I appreciate it.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. Appreciate, yeah, you guys. Yeah, appreciate it, my man. Yeah. Nice to meet you guys.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks again to Raddock for coming on. Uh, we're now going to get into the uh, picks portion of the show. Uh, not a huge weekend in terms of ranked on ranked matchups, but there is some very good stuff uh, going on. Uh we got a uh probably the biggest game of the season. Uh this this one people have had circled for a little bit. We got Tennessee. What do you mean?
2: Biggest game of the season, right?
0: Now. Well, up until that, up until now. I mean, no, I know. I mean, you, this is the no, biggest game no, no. of the season. Yeah, how is this it is. the biggest game? No, it game totally of the is,
2: but I how? like I feel like we've said that the last 3 weeks.
0: Well, well like I mean at been, the time it's been a big game yeah, like, yeah. there's big games I'm not
2: long. arguing with you I'm just saying we so say what, that what, I mean, was, what was
0: what was the biggest game of the season last week last
2: week <laughs> Well not last week but the week before we said that
0: And what was it? I don't I remember. remember Oh okay well you're making a lot of expectations for someone who doesn't remember.
2: <laughs> okay keep going
0: all right well, <laughs> we got <laughs> we have now number one Tennessee going to number three Georgia Tennessee. Is uh an eight and a half point dog in this one. Uh, I, I think like I, I think I'm done going against Tennessee. I think I'm done oh my with gosh. it. Gosh,
2: double reverse jinx. I think I'm
0: done with that.
1: that. And it's, I mean, it's, I can get your point on that. Yeah, that it's like,
0: like I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer now. All right. You convinced me they just, they dominate, they've dominated everyone. All right. I'm, I'm a believer. All right. I think and I just, I don't understand how. Like I get Georgia's a good defense. I get like they're a like complete team, but like I feel like eight and a half is so much. Maybe I'm just the guinea. Maybe I'm just like this sucker that they want. But like I, I just don't get it. Like I, like I, I could see Tennessee losing this game by a field goal, sure. But like I don't, like I don't understand eight and a half at all.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, this is probably the most confident game I have going into this week both in college and the NFL. Um, and I'm taking Georgia all day long. Oh, um, whoa. All day long. Um, Two, Georgia's been recruiting at an insane <laughs> level for the past couple of years. Tennessee is loaded this year. Um, I still think Georgia hasn't. And I think Georgia can stretch this game out. That defense is really good. Kirby Smart's going to have them it well. Um I like Georgia, and I like them at the number in this game. And to be honest, I feel pretty confident about it. Um, this probably be my biggest ticket item of the week, and, you know, I'll, I'll kind of let it ride.
0: So I will say, uh, Henny, is that, like, a big thing with Tennessee's success over Alabama was uh, the defense uh, was getting cooked a lot of times, at wide receiver word. George, I feel like some of that stuff won't happen against Georgia's DBs.
2: Also, Alabama had seventeen penalties in that game. That's huge. Yeah, that's a lot. That's bad. And it was it. And it was at
1: Tennessee. It
2: was at Tennessee. crazy <laughs>
1: atmosphere. Um, yeah, I just I think it's a great spot for Georgia. I think it's a great but spot. But eight, eight, eight and a half
0: is huge. It's huge. It was fifteen
1: it a week ago. It's massive. But <laughs> I, I think it's a good spot. I mean, it, it, eight and a half is that's typical Georgia football line. They're just going to grind you, grind you, grind you they're not going to win the 30 to nothing or the 42 to whatever we got beat by them. Auburn did. But, um, I, I, I just like this spot. I really like this spot for Georgia. I think, I think they're the better team on this Saturday. Um, uh, Tennessee, I think they're just the Tennessee's back. I think from a standpoint of, of recruiting coaching they they're, they're back. They're going to, this isn't going to be a repetitive conversation we have for the next couple of years when it comes to Tennessee football. Um, I still think Georgia is the they're the key. They're the national champions. They're, they're, they're starting to play well. That this the Florida score was not as like it was a blowout. Uh there was a couple of miscommunications there, less Florida touchdowns, but it was never a close game. Um I think it's a good spot for Georgia.
0: Yeah. Uh I will say I think Georgia is gonna win. I just think the number's huge. Yeah. Thing, it's a big number, but that's a you know, hey. If Tennessee wins this game, Oh, boy. I, I I'm just going to say right now, if Tennessee wins, I th- they like it's like a choose your own adventure. If Tennessee takes the path of winning this game, I think the national title is at the end of the path. I'm just going to throw that out there. Like Absolutely. if they go down For to Sanford sure. Stadium, I mean, they, they just and, and take care of business teams. against Georgia, too. Like, I don't know what else would stop them. But it's almost the other way where like if Georgia wins, I'm not guaranteeing Georgia will win the title.
1: I think that that's yeah, a great point, a
0: Grant. Take. Great point. So it's that and that might be unfair because like Tennessee is very good, and like that would be a great one for Georgia. Then they would have the best resume in the country with dominating Oregon and potentially beating Tennessee. Uh, there wouldn't be any question and about Auburn. that. <laughs> and and Auburn. So <laughs> uh, that that would be really interesting. But uh, that I yeah. So I don't want to like I don't want to scare Tennessee fans. Both like guarantees, but. I I don't see what's going to stop them if they can hit, take care of Georgia, too.
1: Look, this is fun. We've talked about it for the past couple of weeks. Like, this is – like, this in the SEC, this is a big game. But Tennessee hasn't been great in years and years and years. And now Tennessee's the number one team in the nation going into Stanford Stadium. It Like we talked about, this is a super top-heavy weekend. But just give me this game. Give me this game on Saturday. Make it be a good one. Make Georgia cover. And I, I, I got nothing else I want to do on oh. Saturday night.
0: I will no. say, uh, I'm. I love watching Iowa football, but boy, am I glad they're not playing during this game. Oh boy, <laughs> Boy, am I happy it's before, because that would have it would have been on. They would have shoved it to some obscure channel that I would have to go dig and find. You would have been sitting. You would have been the one person sitting <laughs> in the corner of the bar, even in Iowa City. Yeah, no, they they would yeah. still think they would have uh, the Iowa game on for sure. But uh, no, I'm really excited for this one. This is awesome. I'm gonna yeah, Joey, biggest game of the year so far. It it's is. not wrong.
2: I agree. I never said it was it was wrong. Well you you did a lot of complaining for for that. (laughs) I would like to say I've stuck with Tennessee this whole time. I I think was it our very first podcast?
0: I claimed they were a top 10 team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we told you you were a moron for it. And we did that. (laughs) Boy, were we wrong. Boy look at look at us now.
2: Tennessee number one. Zach, I want to quote Grant here. You could not me more wrong about that pick. Okay. Tennessee. Right, They're going to win. They're going to win this I love
1: game. It. I love it. Game right. of the week. This is an
0: easy one. Get, get get the meme up. It's yeah, amazing. no, graphics. Yeah, that's game of the week. I love sure. it. Game of the week. Uh, I don't know. What's the total, by the way, on this one? Uh 66. I think under. I think under, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Tennessee,
1: I, well, I, sneaky good defense. You go, Grant.
0: if you If you're saying this to under – Georgia's winning by eight and a half if it goes under. But like, I just think Tennessee is an underrated defense as well, and like I, I, I think Georgia's like a really, really George, Georgia might be defense. the only defense that can like keep Tennessee under like thirty five points. So it's like, like I could see I could see this game being like twenty eight twenty five. But that's like, way under. Yeah. yeah, that's super under. So or it be I'm locking. 31. I'm gonna lock that. That's it. I I love that. Now. What's the number? Sixty six. All right, under. Okay. I like that a lot. Uh, okay. Uh, let's move on. We can't talk about Georgia, Tennessee all day. Uh, we <laughs> well, could, we, you know. We could. We definitely could. <laughs> so, uh, again, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but basically SEC West Championship. Uh, we got Alabama is a 13-point favorite at now number 10 LSU. A huge jump oh. for for them, uh, We as we discussed earlier. Uh, this one, I feel like – I, I, it's another one where it's like it's pretty big for Death Valley and a well-coached LSU team.
1: I agree with you on this one. I, I'm i leaning LSU on the number. Um, I think Alabama's got more talent. I think they squeaked this game out. Um, but, yeah, I, I, 14, 13 and a half, 14, that's a
0: huge – that's a big number. Do we know that's what a really time – do we know what time? It's, night game. 6 it's the It's the night game. Oh, it's at night too. Okay. Central. I think yeah. you have to do LSU then. Yeah, you got the you got the
1: three thirty, the CBS, Tennessee, Georgia game, and then you got the night game. Yeah, uh, ESPN. So oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. SEC dominating the the, uh, the college football landscape this weekend. Uh, you also got
2: Auburn Miss State at that time. Well, we'll get there in, in
1: a little case. bit. Everyone we'll get there a little bit, Joe. <laughs> let's you know, let's, let's stay. Let's, let's, let's talk about really
0: good football teams. Let's talk about good football teams. Yeah, that'll be uh uh no that's actually interesting that it's at night because i feel like death valley like that's at night scary yeah and by the way that's a when you guys hear the words death valley do you guys ever think of clemson no no yeah no. i i don't know if that's just like an sec thing because like i don't either like i have never <laughs> registered that one uh but that's uh that's not important for this game i don't know and like i the way here's how i see this it's either alabama is either going to win by like 30 points and it's going to be a total nightmare or LSU might squeak out a close win or maybe like Alabama wins by three. There's no situation where like Alabama wins by 14 or like Alabama wins by seven.
1: I agree with it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah,
0: Yeah. but like I don't – I also don't think there's a way that LSU blows out Alabama. No. No, and that won't happen. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that there's potentially an element where we're giving Alabama too much credit? Because like they they are like – this this Alabama team does seem a little different where they do make a lot of mistakes. They it's make not a lot of as, mistakes. They don't put
1: teams away. Um, they just struggle to kind of, they're, they're, not the, they're not the same Alabama team as the past couple of years, but they just like grind you out and it's seven, nothing after the first 21 to nothing at halftime 42. Like they didn't sit in that team anymore. <laughs> And so I think a 14-and-a-half is, is a very – or 13-and-a-half is a very large number for this Alabama team. But you know what that means in gambling that they're going to come out and win by 30.
0: One was – a...
2: two... go ahead. I was just going to say part of that, like, like they do make a lot of penalties and they do like make a lot of mistakes, but they got Bryce Young who seems to always be – Cool under pressure, like oh, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him like explode or anything, you know. Like, he, no, for sure, he seems to be always pretty cool. So, he's kind of the perfect guy to be leading a team like that for Alabama. It seems like, well, was... I mean, Bryce
1: Dunn, it's, it's the wide receivers, they just don't have the guys they can run down the field like they've used to. And that's why the games I felt like have been a whole lot closer. Yeah. But, yeah when I some mean, we... great Bryce, Bryce, young point. Sorry about that, Grant.
0: No, I was gonna say, when was the last time we saw uh Nick Saban versus brian Kelly?
1: Oh. <laughs> National Championship game. Was uh, it? Yeah. Matt Tateo's year. That was that was that was that was not a good Notre Dame team. Or not did, when, Notre Dame team.
0: when Notre Dame was in the playoff uh recently where they, uh, they did play? they play? Did they play Alabama? They might have played Alabama. They could play Georgia, didn't they? I don't know. I remember they got blown out. It was not good. It was ugly i think joey's pulling it up uh but i think that's interesting too now that like i was like we're gonna see a lot more with uh uh him uh, brian kelly being in lsu now but uh that, that might be interesting if like uh this, this could be the beginning of like a uh, brian kelly knows nick saban or, like nick saban owns brian kelly potentially
2: okay yeah so nick saban is 2-0 against brian kelly okay um, what was the second one let's see
0: that's not telling me. Bull record, no. All right, that's all I need to know. That's fine. I'll okay. take two and zero. Yeah, all right, uh, let's move on. Uh, ACC matchup. We got Wake Forest minus five against North Carolina State. Last ranked on ranked matchup of the weekend. Uh, Wake Forest kind of an interesting spot, coming off a really ugly loss to Louisville, and then North Carolina State uh, injured quarterback. So I, I feel like these are two teams we were really high on to start the season. And then we just kind of shelved away after they had kind of less than optimal starts.
1: I I don't, I I don't know if this is a game that I will bet on. If I do, I'll go low. But I I, I would go Wake Forest just because they're not gonna. I would think they're not gonna have six turnovers in a quarter again.
0: Are you sure? You think? I,
1: I mean, you would think that. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's pretty impressive that it even happened in the first place. But um, I still think this is a, a decent, good football team. Um, I still don't, cannot figure out what happened against Louisville. But six turnovers—that'll do it for you. <laughs> NC State teams is just kind of rocky, like you said. Quarterback out. Um, Sam Harmon is still in there; he can still throw it.
2: Um, Slanging it. I like, I like,
0: I like, I like Wake, like, like Wake Force in the spot. Yeah, I'm going to take Wake Force too. I think this is a good bounce back, and like I just think North Carolina State's kind of a different team now with uh, missing their quarterback. I don't think they've looked the same. Uh, I think people were really high on them coming into the season, but like. I think a lot of that goes away uh, considering now they have a different uh, person leading the team. So I, I think that I get if I'm taking someone here, I'm taking Wake Forest or nothing. Yeah. Joey, have you seen a
2: minute of either of these teams play this year? Yeah, I watched the end of the Wake Forest Clemson
0: game. Oh, okay. Uh, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah That was a, was good, a good, game. good game. Good game to watch. Yeah. All right. I'll take that. All right. Last uh, headline game then. Uh, So this one not ranked on ranked, but it still feels important. So we got number five, Clemson, is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite, going to Notre Dame. Uh, I think this is one that uh, probably had uh, as being uh, more important with uh, potentially Notre Dame being ranked higher uh, in the preseason, but uh, this is what we have anyway. Uh, We just had Raddick on. Uh, I I believe he will be uh, at the game as well. Does that affect our decision at all, guys, knowing Raddick will be there?
2: No. Nah.
0: No, uh,
1: this is an unbiased podcast. You know, we got to keep it
2: honest. All right, that's This is certain. an unbiased podcast, as you said. Yeah.
0: It's an yep. incredibly biased podcast. But <laughs> absolutely. Well, to <through>, <laughs> certain teams. Yeah, <laughs> <through> is. <certain laughs> teams. Absolutely. Uh, I think that, uh, looking at this line, I think they're uh, really daring you to take Clemson.
1: I like Notre Dame in this spot. Yeah, well, I think... Uh, I, I know they're daring you to, but I, I like them even at the money line. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I don't. We talked about in the college football ring. I don't know if Clemson is. I don't know how good they are.
0: Yeah. No, I think that this is like. So I, I'm going to take Notre Dame as well. Uh, As much as it pains me, uh, I will be taking Notre Dame. Uh, But like it. (laughs) Right? No, he did convince me if if I'm taking. Yeah, about that.
2: Never mind. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, I still don't like them. If that's what you're asking, Uh, I still don't like them, but. Uh, I will pretend to like them for about three hours, Uh, but either way, uh, like I just like I I think that's where like uh, in my mind, this game would have been like seven or like eight. And then now it's it's like four and a half seems pretty low where it's like I think something's up Where like the it smells fishy like they it's kind of one of those games. But Clemson has kind of survived those games in the past uh, this season. Like it's where like uh, like they were only like three point favorites over FSU. And then they just went out there and dominated them. So it's kind of like the games where they've needed to, they have dominated. So that, that does creep into my mind a little bit.
1: No, it's fair. and But I think, you know, as, we, as we've talked about in kind of Vegas probably sees, they're probably questioning how good this Clemson team is. Um, you know, I know that the backup quarterback came in and played great, but now they got tape on it. Um, so be interested to see, I don't even know, I mean, who is playing quarterback for Clemson? I'd do
0: it. I, I'm assuming it's DJ. Yeah. I think it's BJ. I mean I'm definitely
1: yeah. taking over time. Um <laughs> yeah, I just I mean, I don't want to say Clemson falls into the TCU category, but almost starting to feel like they like it feels like they can't hold on forever playing this way. And so if they I, do, I mean if they make it to the playoffs, they you know they're just I don't think they're as good as anybody else that would be in in that top four.
0: Let's say so let's go through some scenarios. Let's say Clemson goes out there and wins by one or like three. Do you think that they fall at all in the rankings? No, I
1: don't.
0: You think they'll stay? I think it's,
1: yeah, because at, at the end of the day, it's still Notre Dame. Okay. And I think uh, that, like, you know, the TV show aspect, oh, they beat Notre Dame.
0: Right. Okay. And then let's say Clemson goes out there and wins by like 15 to 20. Do they gain more respect from you if they just go out there and dominate? I still think that they're just
1: not. I don't think they'd beat Michigan. I don't think they'd beat Ohio state. I don't think they'd beat Alabama. I don't think they'd beat Georgia. I don't think they'd beat Tennessee and they can go out there and beat Notre Dame by 30. And I don't know if that would change my opinion on on that aspect of it.
0: Yeah. I think also this would be a really big spot for Marcus Freeman. I mean, it sounds like uh, he's got some really big fans with the college girls on campus, but uh, I think there's a lot of Notre Dame fans that are really frustrated with him as well. So I think, if he was able to go out there and beat Clemson, it's kind of like a season saver, almost uh, a potential job saver for uh, Marcus Freeman. Like that'd be huge Absolutely. for, uh, like a, that. Like people will obviously remember losing to Marshall, but I think they would also remember uh, a great night beating Clemson at home. Joey, you got anything to add to this one? Uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame because we had Radic on. That's great. All right, Joey's a homer. Joey will take uh, anyone that right. his friends represent. Oh, sure. Absolutely, Right yeah. or die, baby. I'm loyal. Yeah. So, like we said, not a not a ton of headlines, but uh, it's, it's still going to be a fun weekend for sure. Uh, we can talk about our teams a little bit. So, Auburn is a 13 and a half point underdog to Mississippi State. Uh, new interim coach. Uh, uh, I don't know if Cadillac, Baby. I uh, I uh, I will say this that he that name he was born to coach football for an SEC yeah. team. Can with the name like lose is it with what a coach Cadillac, named Cadillac? Cadillac Williams, right? Yeah, Cadillac Cornell, Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac Williams. That's Auburn like legend. I mean, Auburn that's legend. he was born to be an SEC football coach. Uh, he should be hired on the spot. I don't, I don't really know much about him anyway, but just based off that alone. Oh, you don't know anything like you
1: don't know anything about Cadillac Williams, not much, no. Oh, wow, right now, man, Auburn football legend.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. hey, you can throw in your little like generational line there. No,
2: no I mean, some Cadillac good. Williams. <laughs> Juice. Because yeah, exactly. I gotta admit, I don't know much I mean I've heard his name. Oh, there, dude. But that was I mean, in I, my uh, mind,
1: that's still the best one of the best kid teams in college football that never got to compete for a national championship. We had Jason Campbell, quarterback, Ronnie Brown, Cadillac Williams, Carlos Rogers. I mean, we were loaded uh two thousand four. Uh yeah, he's I mean, I think it goes probably Bo Jackson, Cadillac Williams, Ronnie Brown when it comes to like Auburn football athletes when well, from in the end of running back position. But yeah, it's oh let gonna great say great auburn in. legend. No, I'm t- I mean, I'm t- running backs. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: made it
2: very
1: position-specific. Let's talk the game, though.
2: Gonna yeah. Not going to win? <laughs> <laughs> so, we have
0: seen, though, we, we've seen a lot of teams get kind of a boost from the interim coach. Like, I think Wisconsin's put together some wins. Georgia Tech uh, beat Pitt the first game after their coach got fired. Do you think that there's any way it can kind of, like, provide some new juice to the team?
2: I, I mean, I definitely think I mean, I'm always optimistic with Auburn football. Zach, you're more of a realist, I think, when it comes to this. But I mean, like I said earlier, it's on It's it'll be on at the same time as um, what game is that? LSU Bama, right? So I'll definitely be watching Auburn hopefully win. And I, I think they can. Like you said, the interim coach have been having some success. And with a coach with a name like Cadillac Williams, how are you gonna lose? How are you gonna lose your first head coach? That's a good point. It's right? a great point.
1: Um I don't know how we're gonna do it, but I, I, I saw some interesting points coming out. First off, you know, we got rid of Harrison on any Auburn related social. They didn't, we didn't even mention his name. We just said we're making a uh, we're making a leader or a change in, in football leadership. Like, if you go on there, like, Instagram, there's nothing, literally nothing that says Brian Harson. They also got rid of every assistant coach that he was associated with. So, like, anybody that he had brought in or anybody that was tied to him, they just got rid of. Um, so, I mean, we, like – Probably Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, there was some internal stuff. I've talked to my brother, and he just – you know, it, it just it, – it was a bad fit. Players had checked out um, – so I'm interested to see what, 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 what you know. We we got a couple more games. Season's over, but like, let's see what we can transition into, especially even with a coaching search. You got an Auburn legend coming in and and, and being the interim coach. Um, I don't know how much coaching experience he has. He's a little bit on the younger side uh, for getting into coach. He was in the NFL for a little while, and they came in and kind of grinded it out. But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily have a take on are we going to cover 13 and a half or are we going to win. Um, I just mentioned to see if how much fight we have because we completely lost it on Saturday against Arkansas. So, I mean, there was fans checked out, players checked out. Um, like we talked about, I mean, I was uploading my phone pretty much every thirty minutes on Saturday, to see if you got fired, or Sunday if you got fired. Um, I don't. I, I, I think Mississippi State's a good football team. They're well coached. We're playing at Mississippi State. I don't think it's in our favor to get the W. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of rah-rah, and that's kind of what an in-room coach comes in and does, um, kind of seeing what fight the players have. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll definitely be tuned in watching and just kind of see body language, see how we're doing.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we'll talk about uh, Iowa here uh, very quickly. Uh, so, I don't know. This is an interesting game uh, for a very narrow crowd. Uh, Iowa produce kind of like a weird uh, rivalry that I think only the two teams kind of uh, – I've only recently uh, been feeling, I don't know if like outside looking at it, anyone's like Iowa-Purdue, but uh, if you go to Iowa, if you go to Purdue, you definitely uh, feel it. Uh, Purdue has two ex-Iowa players on it right now. So it's an interesting kind of like uh, revenge Ooh. spot there. In a sense, yeah, you got um, a couple uh, wide receivers on their team. They're pretty good. So uh, I don't know. This is an interesting spot for like uh, Iowa, though, if they want to be bowl eligible and they want to be uh, rise up the ranks of the Big Ten West or just in the Big Ten. Like this would be a, a big, very big win. Uh, for sure, especially after uh, last year, them uh, kind of spoiling our number two ranking there briefly. So uh, I don't know. I think that uh, Iowa has shown some steps of improvement, uh, like, granted northwestern is not the best team but uh i thought the offense uh, actually uh was looking fairly decent at times i thought they were making the right plays the offensive line was like, like creating holes and stuff that they weren't creating before so showing signs of growth showing signs that things are getting better so it's always good but uh overall i think that uh iowa uh is definitely capable of winning this game i believe that they can do it uh but producers always they always give us crap so i don't think uh this one will be very close and uh uh, like I said, I'm just excited. I was worried that this was going to be a 2:30 a game as well because I want to have uh, my eyes on uh, Tennessee, Georgia as well. But uh, now I, I get the perfect place where I get to watch Iowa and then I get to watch uh, Georgia, so and Tennessee. So uh, it'll be a very uh, f- a fun game for sure. Uh, I'm definitely interested in it. It, it. We'll just get any screen time from you guys just to support. Me. I'm taking Iowa
1: again, I'm riding them. I'm riding let's, do it. It. let's go with
0: Iowa, baby.
2: Come
1: I'm on, going man.
0: again. All right, let's do it. Did you take? You took him last week, right? I took him last week against North West.
1: Yeah, that was my my, my few saving grabs. Yeah, a nice comfortable yeah. one.
0: That was that was a good uh, yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: the yeah. only one I
0: had. Yeah, yeah a nice comfortable one there. Uh, yeah, no, I believe in him though, and I like. I was gonna say like Purdue is kind of a weird like uh, recruiting rivalry as well. Where like there's been sayings of like Purdue. Uh, talking bad about uh, recruit, uh, Iowa to recruits on visits, like some Ooh. stuff with uh, Iowa talking about Purdue. Uh, so like it, it's been all, all around. I don't know how much of that is real, but I've definitely like uh, seen st- st- uh, from so-called Twitter experts uh, saying things. So like I said, it's a weird, like big 10 West rivalry. That's like not really a rivalry. So uh, I don't know, I'm looking forward to this one. I would love to get a win. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that what's uh, do you want to do college picks real quick? Let's do it. Yeah. Zach, why don't you go first?
1: Um uh, put me on a spot haven't pulled up <clears throat> as I got the. I had all the games put on, then I went to the SEC. We were trying to figure out times. Um, I like Washington, I know we talked about Oregon State. Uh, <clears> shout out <throat> to top 25. I think this is a good spot for Washington at three and a half at home. Um, against Oregon State on Friday, kind of getting the weekend started. Um,
0: shout, out Roger. That, shout, shout out, out Roger. saw that. Our guy Roger coming on soon.
1: All
0: right, I don't know if I necessarily got a pick, but why not? Let's talk about it. TCU, Texas Tech.
1: Yeah. No you know, this don't is our
0: jarring. It. It's not an Don't do it. Yeah, no, I kind of – I was talking to Grant, you before. Don't. I've decided that I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take TCU. Oh, God. I'm going to go reverse.
2: I'm oh, going against them. I'm going to go for him him now. them now. I'm sorry. I'm just supporting
0: them. You good just team, ruined right, their Joey? whole
2: entire season.
0: They're a good Grant. team, right, Joey? Why wouldn't I go for them? Is uh, that the wrong because,
2: pick?
0: Do you not believe in them, Joey?
2: No, I do believe Is in them. Is that the them. wrong pick? I want you why, not to believe in them so they keep I, winning despite. Why to would spite you, you tell
0: me not to pick them?
2: Can't, I'll pay for them. I'm going to guarantee.
0: I'll guarantee a big oh, win for TC. If guarantee- you bet
2: against them, I'll pay for it.
0: I'm going to guarantee it. Oh, well, it's going to be $400 then.
2: No, I'll pay $15 <laughs> for you to bet. I love it. I love, a $4, I love it.
0: A $4,000 bet. <laughs> I love
2: it. Oh, Grant, why'd you have to do it gonna like
0: guarantee. I'm guaranteeing a 20-point win out of TCU. They're uh, going to oh, go in there and dominate. Okay. Dude, you're like it. Guarantee. Oh, guarantee. I like it. Spoiler That's to my so pick. so foul. Let's go, TCU. Come on. You know what? You guys can do it. You're a great team.
2: I was going to lose it. this week too.
0: Wow. Mmm,
2: no, now yeah. we're getting personal. Now yeah. we're getting personal. Yeah, we're He's getting be,
0: personal you know, already. How I gotta fight
2: back. How? I'm offering to pay for this bet. How how is it personal? What do you mean? My girlfriend goes what, to do, you, what do you mean how is Auburn's it personal? Horrible. Uh, the English. I gotta root for somebody, right? Why can't I root for TCU? Uh Iowa. <laughs> Iowa's
0: horrible too. Whoa, watch what's the, what's let's be careful with the H word, okay? All right. <laughs>
2: There's room um, for improvement for both of these teams. You've seen you
0: seen our defense yeah, play? I like it. I like it. you All seen
2: right. your offense play?
0: I have. I watched them play last week. And every They're game pretty before, decent not. last week. Yeah. Did well.
2: Uh, Zach, um, is there any actual mentioned? analysis we got for this game? We no. no. I'm actually staying away
1: from this. I just brought it up just to start it's a, the matter. Uh, Guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> it's, really, it's not a line I like. Uh, but, yeah, I figured it'd be fun. Um, cool. Oddly enough, I'm probably not going to be able to watch the first half of the Georgia-Tennessee uh, game because I'm going to be at the – Oregon Colorado game, which I am taking Oregon just because I gotta have some I gotta feel alive while I'm, I'm at the stadium. So I'm gonna take Oregon at 31 and a half. <laughs> um and then I kind of the other game I have my eye on that we haven't talked about. Um I like Kansas State in that spot. I think they're a really good they're they're a good football team in the Big Twelve.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know how we feel I mean, we kind of mentioned Texas, but at, at two and a half, I'm gonna take Kansas State at home.
0: I'm really not favored. That's exactly hey, what they Texas? want you to think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they want you to think, Joey. Don't fall for it. I don't know. All right, Zach, is that it? Zach, yeah, could, could you just do, do me a favor, own. Zach,
2: and Absolutely. take TCU to lose, please? Get, maybe I'll that'll put balance a it out. On. I'll
1: put, I
0: can. I got MGM. I can put a dollar. Single on. dollar. on it I'll, put I'll put a dollar on them. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I need go. someone to doubt him. I'll invest just heavily on TCU to just get a statement win. No to go out there, they'll have the backups in by halftime.
2: Oh no, I
0: like seen, it! Uh, I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll do a dollar. Thank
2: you, Zach. A true yeah. friend. How right is there.
0: this? How is that spread? Let's go not Red free? Raiders, how's it not 17? Right, let's, <laughs> let's go, Red Raiders,
1: Grant. What do you got uh, your eye uh, on?
0: All right, uh, so uh, Thursday night, start off with App State, a little fun belt action. I'll, I'll be watching that one. You know. I'll go split screen with uh, Thursday night football. Uh, I also like Washington, I'll be supporting uh, our friend Roger, like I said. TCU, uh, oh. nine and a half love that. Uh, Kansas, I haven't talked about oh. them in a couple weeks. Uh, plus two, uh, it's a good, great two and a half.
2: They what? haven't won a game since the last time we talked about them.
0: Well, that's fine. That, let's uh, hope they get it done now. Uh, uh, I have Pitt minus three and a half. Uh, Arkansas, really weird one. They're playing Liberty, uh, who uh, I don't. They they will not be in the uh, college football. Uh, they're not in the playoff rankings, but they were in the AP. Uh Arkansas is 13 and a half point favorites. I like Arkansas. Uh t- uh Texas, we talked about uh Texas, I like minus two and a half. Uh, I'm gonna take Notre Dame uh as well. Uh Missouri plus one and a half. Interesting one. So big right? good win last week in Missouri. Uh we didn't talk yeah. about it much, but uh yeah, I like them there. And then bit. I will be uh my last pick is Texas minus minus three despite uh, maybe they'll have some fire. I'm thinking after their weird Halloween tradition going, uh, going around, I think that really motivates the players. So uh, we'll, uh, I will be taking Texas A&M uh, minus three. So yeah, those are all my picks. Uh, that's what I like. What I like. Yeah. Uh, let's talk NFL. You guys want to talk NFL? I'll talk. NFL. Let's do it. Let's talk that was rhetorical. NFL. We were going to talk NFL no matter what. <laughs> Thursday night. No,
1: let's pass. Let's just skip NFL right now. Can we yeah. talk about uh,
0: darts? Oh, no, we can't. Yeah. all right. Thursday night football though. Eagles minus thirteen uh, at the Texans. Uh, can you give me any reasons why the Eagles won't just go in there and win this game by twenty? <laughs>
1: that is a massive NFL number on the road. That is insane. Uh, no, I can't. I mean, why? Like, it's a, the only reason I can give you is Thursday night football is is, is sucks. It's a joke. And it's always ends up being low scored, except for the past week. But uh, this uh, Eagles are really good. 13 Grant. feels like a decent number. I'm taking the Eagles.
2: Grant, are you taking this primetime under?
0: Uh, no. But uh, I might be crazy.
2: No. I no. I, no.
0: I think the no. Texans are the only way to go.
2: Oh. It's
1: huge. It, oh. it, it feels I'm right. On a normal circumstance, it that is, that's the answer. What are you it's
0: talking about? It's a huge about? number. It's a also, huge I like, number. I feel like the Texans, like, they kind of – they kind of, they, they make games messy, you know, they kind of keep, they like, they, themselves. you know, a lot of run on the ball, they, they, they muck games up a little bit. So I feel like For themselves and the other team, like we no. saw them play Tennessee. It was so slow and like, no. uh, like, you know, keeping like that game around where like, they probably, they were not uh, as good as them at all. So uh, I don't know. I think, you know, I don't think the Texans can necessarily win, but like at home the short week too. like, Our I, team's I
2: massive.
0: massive 13's really big. Eagles were
2: on the bikes immediately after their game. they they were prepping right away. You guys see that? You see that picture? Yeah. In the locker room. They were on their bikes right away, prepping for. Uh, also, that's that week. stat
0: was horrible. By the way, that did not help me at all. That's uh, that stat, yeah. like double digit, uh, double digits that I I, I tried to follow it last week and it did not help me. So,
1: no, uh, no, it didn't no, help you we, out at all.
0: I've abandoned, yeah. uh, abandoned the I've abandoned the, the theory. T- t- the TikTok theory. So I've abandoned it. Uh, no, okay. I think that – like, if I'm picking a side here, I'm picking the Texans. That's way too big. Okay. Though. I like Especially it. Let me do Eagles.
1: And give, give, give a good banner on Thursday night. Yeah. Hey, how about this, though? You got the Eagles at the Texans Thursday night, and then you got the Astros at
0: the Phillies on Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. kind of fun. That's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, this would be a good time for – if the Eagles were to lose one, it'd be right now with the distraction of the World Series. When nobody's watching? Yeah, like, oh, shoot like what, what's going on down there you know uh so if they were to like sneaky play like a bad game too like I think the it would be a good time for that I don't know Joey, what do you think fly
2: eagles fly on that i think analysis. if Phillies <laughs> wins this or sorry, I'm talking about the Philadelphia Phillies um if they win their game tonight they will the eagles will win their football
0: game on Thursday. It's bold. Bold take from Joey. The, the, uh, true, the, uh, the undefeated Eagles would beat the one-win Texans. Bold. It's <laughs> a bold take. All right, what's move on?
2: But if they lose, the Eagles will also lose. That's my oh. take. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Mm. All Interesting.
0: right. All right. Okay. Yep. All right, let's move on then. We got a uh, conference matchup. Packers minus three at the Lions. Uh, Lions just made a big trade uh, with Hawkinson, obviously. Uh, been a little banged up. Tough loss uh, over the weekend. Uh, but the Packers haven't been playing very good either. Packers. Got to do words here, guys. Why do we choose this game? It's a conference this game, it's the, only, it's the inner, inner uh, division yeah. matchup. Okay. Um, it,
1: it, yeah, I, I'm gonna say the Packers. I, I don't think they're as bad as the current losing streak that they have. And um, as I, much as I like Dan Campbell, as much as I want to root for the Lions, there's just it's, it's something off here and I'm gonna take the Packers at this spot.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I kind of lean a similar way. I think that it could be very similar. Uh I don't know with the this will be interesting though. The Packers lose here. This will definitely be like the collapse like pack yep. in for the rest of the season yeah. game. Absolutely.
2: Uh, I'm taking the Lions. But- lions got this one in the bag yeah
0: okay i, I mean things. they
2: put up some they haven't been scoring and then they they put up almost 30 points last week right uh, something like that yeah they, they no, put up it was some a, points there's
0: a shootout with uh, the vikings yeah and they yeah, were up for that's a, a good in that team too
2: yeah. right i think
0: well the lions i mean they like, got deandre keep...
2: swift back too
0: like I keep telling myself like Lions good team, Lions like sneaky good team, and then they just lose. They, lose, are, they will be
2: lose. They're gonna beat the Packers and then you'll see.
0: I would like to think so. There uh, it is. But I mean, geez, Rogers just he just lives to torment these uh-huh. uh NFC North teams. <laughs> he so does. yeah, I have to I have to keep that in mind as well. I still uh like in as at Ford Field, there would definitely be a lot of uh fans thinking about that Hail Mary uh at the end of the game there. So uh, all right, other games: Rams plus three at Bucks. Both teams coming off of losses. Uh, one team coming off of a divorce. We have oh, uh, uh, the Rams are in an interesting spot uh, where I want to believe that they're still very good, but I don't think that they actually are. The Bucks, I don't think that they're actually good, and I think I know that they're not good.
1: That's great. Yeah, that's I, I'm done betting these two teams all year. Know uh, we're in the picks portion of. You of, have to of, pick of one this, <laughs> I, I'm <not laughs> one, but I'm just letting you know I'm not putting money on either one of these things. Uh, why don't, why don't you
0: Why don't you pick? How about this? How about Joey? Can you pull up the total and then Ooh, Zach? You, get, you pick 42
1: that. And a half. I get to pick and a t- forty two and a half. Yep. Jesus, they don't think any of these. I mean Vegas not think any of these teams. I mean it's supposed to be their good their offensive minded teams that Vegas not think they're. Um, I'm going over. I'll go the over on the, on the forty two and a half. And I'll I'll put a little put a little bread on that. But yeah, just from a team's, I think your point is great. I, I, the Rams should be good, but they haven't proven it. Um, the Bucks just can't get right, and I, I haven't been. Both of these teams have lost me some money this year, and I'm kind of frustrated with both of them. And this would be a, a numbers. I'm not saying away, from, but I like. I'll take forty two and a half. Um, I'll take the over on that. Just yeah, be, I'm, I'm gonna stay away from the spread just because I don't trust either one of these teams.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna go against you on that one, actually. I now that I, okay. I've heard the number, I think it might be under because, like the Bucks, say what you will, they're, they're gonna score really low scoring. Yeah, no, uh, both of them scoring. are. Both their, of them. Their defense is so very bad. good. Their defense is very good. Uh, and then their offense simply can't put it together. So uh, yeah. if it's anything like we've seen so far, with, especially with the Rams who've been struggling a little bit uh, mm-hmm. on a team that relies mostly on offense, then this could be uh, a little bit. I think this could potentially be like twenty to like seventeen.
1: And with all those reasons um, we just said, that's why I'm taking the over.
0: Yeah, but I think uh, actually I'm gonna like it's okay. sick. It's a it's a it it pains me to do this after the Bucks have been uh, um they they've let me down so many times this season already. I think I'm gonna take the Bucks again. I'm I think <laughs> I think I think I have to just keep doing it. I and so I have to, to I have to keep writing it out. Uh, hey, hashtag I hashtag hero on that, one, Grant. I know. Yeah, I feel you. I just that's I nice. don't like. I think both these teams are like sneaky, not very good. But I think that the Bucks. Have more, like, I, I'm always going to trust a team with a better defense when well, it's, like, uh, two teams that are similar. Yeah. So, I'm going to take the Bucks. Right. Also, shout out Tristan Wirfs. Is that an Iowa? Yeah. He's an offensive lineman for the Tampa Bay Bucks, Super Bowl champion should, and uh, Iowa alum. Iowa legend. Ooh,
2: legend. Yeah. Uh, great. I'm going to go with you on this one, too. I, I like the under because neither of these teams seem like they can score very well in the past few weeks. Uh, and I also think the Bucks will win. That's a long trip for the Rams, and I I like Bucks D more than I like the Rams O.
0: Okay, and that's my analysis. You kind of lost <laughs> me there, but <laughs> you could. <can, laughs> I think uh, I'm just gonna say okay. I don't really know where you were going with that one, but uh, I'll allow it. What's let's, us uh, let's talk prime time, fellas? Shall we? We got Titans plus twelve at the Chiefs. Another big one. I I don't know if I would have put this there. At twelve? Like, are the Titans like it's Titans aren't that bad, are they? They're five no. and two. S- sneaky good Titans? Sne- sneaky good. I mean at five and two, I think you're just good. Here's and, and this is why in this my number head, feels
1: they are not
2: good.
1: The Titans, they're this, but this is the team they start turning into under Vrabel every under Vrabel and Derrick Henry. This they start turning into a five and two team and a seven and four team. And next thing you know, then the playoffs, if they get the right matchup, they're in the AFC championship game. Right. I, this is numbers too big. This is the Titans, especially with Willis at quarterback. They're just going to run the football with Derrick Henry, and this is Derrick Henry season. And it's a good defense. They're going to slow the game down drastically. I, I like the Titans potentially in this spot to maybe squeak one out. I'm not taking the money line, but I'm definitely taking the, the Titans at plus twelve. Um, I mean, the scary thing is that the, the Chiefs—they the, I mean, can score against anybody. who never have a comfortable lead, but. I very like the Titans are well coached. Brable can coach, give the ball to Derrick Henry, ride the clock out, keep the game close, and then see if Mahomes makes a mistake. Uh, I like the Titans a lot at this spot.
0: Do you think does that scare you at all, though? If, like, because the Titans play fairly slow, that if the Chiefs can jump out to like you know they go down their first three drives, get two, and they score three times in a row, touchdowns, and like maybe the Titans oh absolutely. one. I mean the the Titans it goes back it's to the be, Alabama. It's theory. hard for them to come back if they're playing Correct. so slow. Yeah. But it goes back to the like LSU's
1: not going to beat Alabama by 30. But every other scenario could work. The Chiefs could easily win this game by 30. Um, I just don't I don't know. I, I just like the Titans at 12 at this point. Um you know, slow the game down, run the clock, give Derrick Henry the ball. Willis, you know, the, the new quarterback, he's got like do some bootlegs, get just first down after first down after first down. And if that works, they can frustrate the Chiefs just as much as the Chiefs coming down and scoring on their first three possessions. Um, I just think, you know, the Titans are well enough, Coach, where I I just – the 12 is a big number, and I like 12 at this point. Yeah.
2: uh, Zach, do you think – what's the – if I give you, like, over under 33 carries for Derek Henry, what are you taking on
1: that? Oh, that's a great number. I think it's – is that what it is? I don't know. I, I mean, that's just, just what, it, like, that. he had thirty-two the, this past week. He, he had thirty-two last week. Thirty-two. Yeah. I mean, that's he's, he's going to be right at like that twenty-eight to thirty-two, thirty-three range.
2: Okay. So I don't know what it is, but that's kind of what I was no. thinking.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm the quarterback threw the ball too. ten times. Yeah. No, I'm going to go Titans two on this one. I think it's. I think that's. You're totally right on this one, Zach. Where like I think it's just too big. Uh also I think the Titans are like a classic. Like, have they ever been in a high scoring game ever? Like, I can't think of one.
1: The one they were in was when they got beat by the Chiefs in the AFC championship game when they were up like
0: what was it, 20 to nothing, 17 to nothing? But yeah, like what did they win that game? Like 17-21? Or they lose No, I
1: mean I think the Chiefs no they lost it. They lost it, too. Yeah, Yeah, I want to
0: say it was like 31-28 or something. It was somewhere along those lines. They were up 17 to nothing. Right. Like, I feel like the Titans are always good for, like, a, a 21 to, like, 18 game. Yeah. Like, it's always, like, the Titans game. So, like, I, I don't – like, their team that I feel like just rarely gets blown out either. Uh, Like, obviously, they, they did get blown out by the Bills, I feel like, in, like, the first primetime game of the year yeah. uh, this year. But so then I like it even more because then it's got to be, like, another, like, decade until they get blown out again. So, I don't know. I just think that's too big. Uh, I'm going to – I think that I – don't, I don't think the Titans are going to win. I think the Chiefs are really good. But uh, I think that the, the 12 is – it's just gigantic. I could not believe this when I saw it. I yeah. could not believe it. But it's also like, are they like, it's so big that like, they're trying to tell you. Geez.
1: They're trying to tell us something.
0: I know. And I love to tell big you, like, numbers, hey, but I just. The floodgates yeah. are
1: about to open. This <laughs> is going to be bad. It's going bloodbath. Yeah. Is
0: there any like, so Joey, The with the Chiefs, they've said that uh, Call of Duty has helped them. Do you have like a Call of Duty stat that can help what us said? out with this one? Is there another Holy Call of Duty said. thing that can help them out this weekend? Is like, oh,
2: I have no idea about, I mean, it's been out for a week now and, and people are having a good time. It's a great game.
0: There's no like uh, release coming out this weekend though.
2: Uh, it might be, there might be double XP. I can okay. check on that. Uh, the, the Chiefs has said Call of Duty has helped them.
0: Yeah, they said that they're, uh, uh, after last week, they said that, uh, that they all met up to play, uh, they were playing uh, Call of Duty all together the night before the game. Oh. It's team bonding, so yeah, that could definitely bring some. I mean, that's probably error. why
1: because it's team bonding. Where in the Kyle yeah. Murray aspect, it sounds very
0: individual, yeah,
2: yeah absolutely. There
0: you go, problems, answers. All right, all right. Last, uh, stupid, just, yeah. last primetime game, Monday Night Football, Ravens minus three at Saints. Uh, Ravens coming off of a big win in their last primetime game. Uh, mini buy uh, heading into this one. Long, uh, they played on Thursday, now they got a, they get a, uh, to prepare all the way to Monday. Uh, do you think that that is an advantage for them in this one? Anyone?
1: I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, Ravens are a team that could easily be undefeated, like you said. And and they made some trades. They made some pickups today um, or on Tuesday. And I, I just think it's a good football team. I like the spot for them, minus three. Um, Lamar Jackson's playing really good football. I just feel like there's a point where they're just not going to blow a lead. You would think. And hmm. I'm just gonna
0: I'm gonna put my money on that this is gonna happen this week. If uh Jameis does another pregame freestyle for the team, will that change? Oh, no, I'm mind doubling
1: up. I'm doubling it up. Like oh, I would literally, go I would literally double up. I would really? go like whatever bet I already have on the Ravens, I would double it.
0: Well it seemed to help them this week.
1: I would I yeah. would double it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I would double it. Because <laughs> he's gonna start eating his fingers again, I will double it. Yes. <laughs> I Raven, that, Ravens though. Ravens by ninety. Absolutely. All
0: right, yeah. Um, uh, outside of a uh, pregame freestyles, I think I like the Ravens here too. I think they're really solid. Uh, I think when they play a complete game, they can pretty much beat anyone. Uh, but they're just, and like uh, I think that uh, finally they have a smaller number where they can't like totally blow it in this uh, fourth <laughs> quarter of the game. So uh, I think that uh, they're the right team here. I think they're going to find a way to blow it. Really? I mean, yeah. Saints shut out. Uh, well, it's the Raiders, right? Oh my uh, The Ravens uh, came back to beat uh, the Raiders, I believe.
2: Oh no, that was the cards last
0: week. The Cardinals came back to beat the Raiders. I think what the week? Saints
2: shut out the Raiders. Oh yes,
0: no, you're right. No, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, Is oh this gosh. like a letdown? Then, like, are you going to let that game like uh, no, over contribute to this one?
2: Sorry, I have the Phillies game pulled up, and they just went back to back. So oh, again. What's the yeah. score now? Seven to zero. Oh
0: wow.
3: Woo! Eagles. Yeah. Fan.
0: Uh, oh, so <laughs> five. Then, so then you really meant it was a long shot then, if the the Astros beat the Phillies. Then the Texans would also beat the Eagles. Yeah. So you're giving them no chance. Right. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. Um, right. So Who is
2: what who's I'm playing quarterback say... in this
0: game? Who's playing quarterback, Joe? Andy Joey? Dalton. Is it Andy Dalton? Is it announced yet? I haven't heard it. Okay. Actually, Go ahead, Joey. I interrupted your point. Go ahead.
2: No, well, I'm just going to say that I think the Saints are going to win this game because they had a pretty good week last week. They shut out the Raiders, and the Ravens have been known to blow some leads. So I think they, the Ravens might get up early, but they're also the Saints are at home too. So I think with a little spark from last week, the Saints can pull this one out. And that, that yeah, would look really? like a, that, that'd be a good, uh, good win for the Saints. They, they kind of need one here, right. I feel like.
0: Give us a score prediction. Ooh. How I'm going Oh man, that's tough. Or how about like, this, Joey? How about how big of a lead will the Ravens blow in this one?
2: At least fourteen.
0: I oh, at least fourteen. Okay, all right. I like that then. All right, we'll have to keep an eye on that for sure. All right. Uh, do we want to do uh NFL picks now? You want to go through it? Sure. All right, Zach, why don't you start off?
1: Uh, let's pull them up. I know, Joe. Man, this you literally got me two times in a row. Both times you've asked me to pull something up, I've been like either watching the World Series or doing something. So give me one second. All
0: right, here I'll just go then. While
1: you, pull yeah, it you, up. you yeah, right. pull it up. Uh, so we Sorry talk, about that.
0: We talked Packers, uh, Falcons plus three. Uh, I like as well. Uh, now the, the now division leader Falcons, crazy. Uh, I like the momentum. Uh, I, I believe in the yeah, the Falcons.
1: That feels like a good one, especially, I mean, the Chargers just can't seem to figure out on offense. Marcus Mariota seems like a great fit. Like we've talked about, um, Arthur, Miller, Arthur Smith, the coach of the Falcons, just kind of hasn't believed it. I, I like him in this spot, too. Um, yeah, Falcons. Joe, what's your thoughts? Uh,
2: I like I like the Falcons here, too. They're getting Kyle Pitts oh, active.
0: No, that's bad. Now we all, we're all agreeing. Yeah, boy, here it is. <sighs> right. I like the Falcons. All right. I trusted. I still like it either way. Uh, we talked Titans uh, plus 12 uh, and a half. Uh, Commanders plus three and a half. It's ugly, but I think it's the right side.
1: I do too, man. It's the Hanukkah special. I mean. I think
0: it's a new team. Be- Grant. They
1: believe in him. You tried to uh, say this
2: last week. You said no. Sorry, Zach. What Who did, did? or Grant? No, Gr- Grant said, I think it's a new team. And I tried to make that point last week. When I was trying to get you to bet on them. And then you said, oh, No, that was, no, I was still, speaking. don't no, no, let no, no, me no, no, bet on no, them. No, no, so no, no. I'm not going to let you bet on them.
0: Don't perjure my words. I was saying it because of Sam Ellinger. I was believing in him. Right. And then no, that wasn't uh, as smart as so, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that didn't work out well at all. So uh, now I, I've changed my mind and it's now uh, the commanders uh, in that yeah. situation. I like the commanders in uh, the spot. At home, I'm
2: too. To you.
1: I there's a chance like the,
0: well, yeah. the Vikings a are going to the, blow uh, them away. There's a chance, the, okay. there's a decent chance that the stadium wounds one of the uh, Vikings players. That's important. So uh, you always have to keep an eye out for that when uh, they're playing in Virginia. So, uh, the Vikings
2: just got a receiver, didn't they? Oh, yeah. it
0: was yeah. TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawkinson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Lions. yeah. Right. Uh, Bears, I Dolphins. Have... Oh, I'm sorry, Grant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, let me go right through mine. Let <laughs> me go through mine, yeah, and you then you can, me the you can And oh. then you can do
1: yours. Right? Oh, we flipped. I thought we were just going through. I apologize. There we go. Got gotcha. you. Now I'm on the same page.
0: Yeah, we're only doing it the same way we've done it for every <laughs> single show. <laughs> past three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Vegas to win uh, against me and also the Jaguars. Uh, I also – and then uh, the last one I had written down was the uh, Texans. They're, it's not – it's ugly. Oh oh plus 13 20. that's too big it's too big it's, it's not too, it's simply too big it's got to be like 98 percent of bets around the use there's no way that it's
1: anywhere near 50 it's up to 14 now as we've actually been in this conversation all right i've been looking at it as 14 but it was 13 and a half
0: i like it even more oh yeah okay. i are
2: looking at 14
0: i like it even more all right yeah and then those are my my nfl picks
2: Nice. Now Zach, yeah,
0: Zach. Sorry
1: about that. I apologize. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, if people say they listen to the show, and say we got great chemistry. I think we just, you know, took took, took a big dump on that one right now.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the Falcons. Um, yeah, just can't figure out the Chargers. Um, I'd rather just bet the team than I, you know, but it's the NFL. But yeah, I like the I like the Falcons. Um, I like the Commanders. Like for the same reason we talked about, it's a good <clears> spots. Nice. Um, there's going to be a, there's going to be a Kirk Cousins letdown game too. Uh, it just happens. It I happens every year. It happens every year. Um, I like the Titans. Um, I like the Ravens as we talked about. Um, I, I think if I win another direction, I'd go Patriots minus five and a half against the Colts. Um, hmm. And that's probably the action I would give. Um, I got the eye on the, the the Dolphins at minus five. I'll probably lean towards the Dolphins, but I haven't made a decision about the true real bad yet.
0: I'm going to give one more. I forgot. The Cardinals. I, I like the, the Cardinals. Ah, really? That's a good spot for them, yeah. I forgot. That's a good spot. I mean, for them. But Tyler
2: like the Murray cardinals. hasn't won yet since Colorado. That's, that's a good
0: spot. Ooh, I forgot about that.
2: He's that's
0: 0-1. I don't care. Probably I'm taking the Cardinals anyway. Th- I'm taking them anyway. Uh, we're a little, a little too much momentum going for the Seahawks. Might be come back down to earth. Yep. But that is also exactly what Geno Smith off. wants me to you say. Don't write me off. That's Nobody exactly wants. what he wants. Yeah, and, and, so. yeah,
1: write back. Right.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna write back. I'm gonna say uh, Cardinals. Not by a lot, just by a marginal amount, a totally appropriate amount for the Cardinals. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, Arizona in that one. I think that's the only way you can go. What were you gonna bring up about it?
2: Uh, I was just going to bring it up and see what you guys thought because I I think the Seahawks, I think the Seahawks is the way to go. Plus two.
0: Yeah. And that's another team where they probably, if there's any Seahawks fans that listen to this, that they probably love that I like Arizona because it has not gone well every single week. No, I took Seattle last week, actually. So that's not true at all. That's wrong. Uh, Okay. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Joey, give us something. Give us a statement on the NFL. Jets, jets, just That's in general, Jets. All right?
2: No, oh, just keep it close. Just
0: jets, they might cover. Okay, they might. They're gonna cover. Okay, there we go. Right. Can we can we incorporate a way? Like, I know you don't like to throw money down, which is totally fine. There's no peer pressure here, but can we incorporate somewhere where you're risking something uh, when yeah, you make these I, picks? I think we
2: should definitely find <laughs>
0: find a way to do this. What's like? What's something you'd be willing to risk?
2: I mean, if if I, like, lose a certain amount of my picks, could I do, like, one of these, like, bad fantasy football? Like, if you lose a fantasy football league, you know what I'm talking about? Like the Waffle House Challenge or something like that. Okay. That satisfy you or
0: you uh, need something bigger than that? N- maybe not the Waffle House one. No, th- that's just my example is something yeah. like that. I, w- yeah. I want it to be something where I can be there. I don't want to sit in a Waffle House for, like, 30 hours with you. As much as I like as much as I like Waffle House, I don't want to. Uh, well, that was wanna, just
2: an example. Like if we could
0: think like of it's something better uses of my time. Yeah, of that caliber. No, we'll figure something out. So we got to start uh, tracking them for you. We got to start figuring out how well you're doing. Uh, yeah, no, you, you can keep track of that as well. Uh, and I'm also excited to see how the Mac. Uh, we'll we we'll have to recap on Monday our uh, the Mac selections. I don't know how that's <laughs> going right now. Uh, like I said, we're, we're recording this as those games are happening, so. Uh, it looks like Kent State is losing right now, so that's not going very well. But uh, mm. we'll we'll uh, we'll see how it all goes on Monday. Do you guys got anything else uh, for the weekend? No, I'm good. I'm
1: excited to catch some live college football action. Uh, Bo Nix coming to town should be a fun. Taking my daughter her first uh, college football game should be a beautiful day in Boulder. Um, see, so yeah, i looking, looking forward to that. For me. I, you know what? I thought about wearing my Auburn just uh, sweatshirt. I think or something you should. Like you know, I'm just trying to figure it out. So
2: I mean, that shows um, support, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or do you think he has some distaste for us?
1: No, I mean he's from the area. His dad's yeah. an Auburn football
2: legend. You yeah, know, it's
1: you know, he, he, he's at a better place. He's at you know, it's, it's, it
2: was a good uh, career choice to finish out his education. Um, I'm happy for him. Um, Will you see more or just as many organ shirts as you see? CU shirts in the stars? Oh, there's, there's no doubt about that. That's not either.
0: I don't know. They, they've been showing no. up still. They've been showing up well.
2: I'm not talking about the student section. Mm. I'm talking about the regular well, that's, section.
0: That's a lot of shirts, Joey. That's that a not lot. Yeah. for um, You're ca- you're, gonna, you're, ca- you're, dis- you're discrediting half of the shirts in the stadium. Yeah. I'll, right. give, a, I'll give
1: a good stadium view and, and we can kind of make an observation. Yeah. We can yeah. kind of, you know, put it up for a poll. Who, who's here? Well, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Or if it's going to be a sellout Uh and, you know, I'm wondering how many people show up to thing and knowing know a again. it could get out of hand pretty early. So uh, I'm going to give them credit. Yeah. I think
0: they sell out. Okay, I like it. I'm I like think it. it's a packed. I think it's a packed stadium. Just don't show the top part of the stadium. It's a packed stadium.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no shots.
0: No camera shots after halftime, and then no camera shots of above the stadium. And it's sold. It's sold out. I like it. That is my like official you. statement on Oregon versus uh, Colorado.
2: Who has more shirts in the stands?
0: What do you mean?
3: I think I, I, I'll go with Boulder. It, it like it's
0: obviously going to be Boulder. It's a home it's gonna game. Be, it's obviously going to be Boulder. Yeah. Okay. I like.
1: It. Yeah, but but yeah, we'll get it. We'll, you know, hey, we'll, we'll get a we'll get a, uh, a view of the stadium and some then go from
2: there. in there. Yeah. So I think
1: there might be a little more. than that. Uh, There'll be one Auburn guy. You know, maybe maybe a couple. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah, there'll, there'll be, a, be some there'll Auburn be a random folks blue, around. blue
2: sweatshirt. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah we'll have fun. It's it's great, it's not great. Zach, you should wear, like, just your brightest orange, just Auburn gear. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm going to pass on that. I think I'm just probably wearing an Auburn, like, a blue sweatshirt that says Auburn. Just to make it very simple.
2: Yeah. Right. Subtle. Subtle. Give them a War Eagle for me.
0: Yeah, I can do that for it.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's our show. We'll catch you again on Monday. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye.